feeling the energy that we without a doubt are healed from head to toe and everyone that we touch and everybody within the sound of my voice that is hearing this is going to be healed they're going to be healed from any afflictions any habits any things that is not wired correctly that is out of balance with them that they want healing on we go to their higher conscious self and we ask them and their higher conscious self if they're ready to receive if you're ready to receive, I want you to open your arms and feel the energy that was within that is being broadcast. Can you feel the energy? I am just putting this energy out and we are just going to feel the energy. Feel the energy with the music that we are going to play and we're going to be guided through. So let's be guided. And let's hear the music of healing that we send this out through. And how would you like to heal? I want to heal and letting go. Letting go your fear. Let's begin with that.
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, because it's playing through the computer, I need a mic and stuff here. Oh, this is just sweet, 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 sweet Melanie, I tell you. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And they say, when you first begin, keep trying and trying and trying until you try again. So I guess I'm going to keep trying until I make this work. It's going to get it, and I'm not going to be deterred to give up, to, to reach the goal that I want to reach. It seemed like it's hard in the beginning, and the more you try and the more you do, it gets better and better. So, again, if you would like to call in and ask for a healing, and you have someone particular you want, the number is 347-996-5895. That number again is 347-996-5895. That is live here on Blog Talk Radio. So we've let go our fear and we're be ready to begin to accept. I want you to sit back and imagine your blessings being answered with the keys to your imagination by Yanni. Your blessings will be answered. You can call live now.
I want to know, how are you feeling? I see that calls are being dropped off. I see people are getting kicked out of the chat room. I guess I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do to hold this energy. And I'd like to thank everybody that's able to hear within the sound of my voice that you're able to hold on to. And that you are part of this team of upholding. I would like to know, since I see Gentle Dove in the room, can you hear me? If you can type that, I would greatly appreciate that. So I know that somebody can hear me. And that this call and the frequency, even though they think it might not went out, it's going out to all people and all healing. So I don't know. I am and my room is open and I am live in Ustream TV and I'm not seeing anything and like I said for 15 minutes and I've been on air live on off on off on off and don't know. So I'm going to keep trucking on like I said and sending out energy of all forces and of all magnitudes so as we do this we want to continue to listen to music if you have any habit that you would like taken away let me know we're going to see what we can do to help you and your dream come true of getting rid of whether it's a habit a situation and turn it into something better so let's bring to something better Nasaja and we're going to receive and open our hearts to receive this and I want you in breathing in this music
so let me so let me know how are you feeling are you feeling relaxed are you feeling like the weight has been put off your shoulders are you seeing that we can accomplish anything that we put our mind through it that even though it seemed like things do not want it to happen the right way that they were not and I am determined if anything that everything that is supposed to be shall be and no matter what and we're going to make it work so that's how you have to be with your determination and your healing no matter what when things say that you can't you know that you can and will and do because you're stronger than anything that someone that tells me tells you that you're not I want you to keep that in your mind I want you to keep that in your soul and I want you to keep that in your heart you can do anything that you want to do all you have to do is set your mind and be that course and you stay focused if you want healing you can you deserve healing from head to toe from in and out and all around you want to clear out things in different places you can be healed from that and this doesn't mean that you got to go to God and you I mean it's nice to go to God go to source or whatever but you can go together and as simple as putting a healing prayer or a healing circle or healing warriors that means when two or more come together they can pray together they can stand together and they can put ingredients but also we can send energy to one another as light workers as light healers as beings because we are going to put out the healing frequency and raise up the dial to the vibration that it needs to be anything that is of darkness we do not accept in our life and our being and anywhere and any attachment that does not belong attached to us we release it back into the universe from which it came anything that is light and consciousness we accept it we accept it and it comes back within to ourselves and that we are a lightning being we come forth and strong we come forth in a multitude we come forth in millions we are not minions we are millions millions of light workers millions of light beings we are all that and then some so I want you to for, never forget, you have the power. You can do anything you so choose to do. So from this point, going on that vibration, on that energy, I want you to take this forth and say that anything I want to do, I can do and I will do. And I'm about doing. I want you to believe that in yourself and in others. And I want you to be an inspiration to yourself and others. And I want you to touch as many and everyone, even if it's with a simple as a smile, even if it's as simple as a handshake, even as simple as dropping a piece of candy or cookie with them and dropping it to the earth and saying thank you. I thank you humbly for replenishing the earth. I give thanks. I give honor and I give homage because I was able to drop that and feed the earth from which it came whether it be creatures birds insects or anything you give thanks because this is what works the world go around and you are part of that dynamic to make the world wake up shake up and make up and go forth in strength I know you're just saying she's talking at a lot of cliches but you gotta believe that you are your most biggest fan 
You have to believe that you deserve happiness. You got to believe that this frequency that we're working on is reaching a multitude of people. A multitude of people. That whether you're coming in live from your grandmother to your great-grandmother. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. You are all these things. So as you go forth in your life, what do you see? Do you believe that you can make changes? Do you believe you have the power to make change? Or you believe change is met, left up to someone else? I believe the changes are you. I believe that you are the one that makes the changes. I believe you are the one that makes the changes in your life. I believe every little ant being us, the little workers that come together, we get together in a multitude, we can heal, learn, and be guided because that is our purpose. That is our purpose. So I'm just saying, I want you to concentrate and I want you to sit back and I want you to listen. And we're going to do Beethoven. And you're going to let the music go over you. And visualize all these energies and vibrations that we've put out. For all our friends that have been in Sandy and the tropi tropicals and the lands and the islands and the hurricanes and the Katrinas. Everything is dis disruptive and earthquakes. That we're going to send this energy out. And we're going to keep sending it out at a high vibration. And it's going to be reached. So let's begin. Now that's all right. Something's going on with this computer. I have to find that green disc and reset it right after I finish this phone. Because I find it strange.
keep having to scratch my nose, so you have to forgive me. Even if you're not
So now that we have the healing, and now that we have the energy, now that we have the healing, and now that we have the energy, so what I'm going to say is go forth. I'm sending you energy. I'm sending you light. I'm hoping that if you're seeing this video, you're feeling the energy because I'm sending it forth. All healing, all cells, all organs, all beings, all fibers, all macro, all nutrients, that they obey your body in which they're supposed to be, that your body starts to reconstruct. I also ask for it to be healed. I ask for all nutrients start to give all nutrients to each organ. I ask for oxygen to go in each organ and regenerate regenerate and send it a new breath of oxygen so it creates more red cells that it lessens the white cells and that it forms new beings anything that is not supposed to be there from tumors any habits from smoking anything that's off balance that does not serve you that is not what you want I go forth and I send this energy and ask for it to be removed. We ask this in agreement. We call it on our higher conscious self. And only those in agreement. We send this energy out for our loved ones. Like I said for Sandy. And anyone. Anyone that's lost. A loved one. A child. A friend. Even your enemies. Because they mix with the world. Go balance. I ask you to go forth. And send this energy out towards them. And this energy reach them and touch in their heart chakra that it opens up. That they feel the frequency of love that is rised, arisen. So we send out the love frequency. We send out the sacred chakra energy of balance and foundation. We send out our third eye so our intuitive that we are awakened and that we are in touch with our higher conscious self. We have for our crown chakra that we're always in balance with source and with ourselves and with God and whoever you so believe in. We send this energy out and we send out love. We send love all around, around us in this earth, in this universe, in this galaxy, and all nations, all, all beings, no matter how small or how big. We send out the love frequency from here to there and everywhere. And I continue. And I will continue to send you Reiki. I will continue to send Soprana. I will continue to send you energy light. I am sorry. I am sorry. I am sorry for any hurt that I've hurt anybody. If I've hurt anybody and your feelings, I am sorry. I just ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. And know that I come in love. And ask for your forgiveness. So that's what I say. I say <clears throat> that I am love and because I am love I can love and because you are love you can love and receive love I receive and I give it's a balance and I ask anything that does not serve me to fall fall away whether it be people things material things or situations ask them to fall and fall away because we send out this call on our highest vibration on our highest self and all beings we ask for love love ourself love others as ourself 
And sometimes we have to love ourselves better than we would love anybody else and go forth. Love. Love, love, love. That is what we send for. Love. All the people that are here that are in agreement with me, all that need healing are in agreement with me, and their higher conscious that are in agreement with me. All their sorts and their guides are in agreement with us. We come together in a multitude and we send out this healing. And we go forth and we let nothing, 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 nothing stand in our way. Let nothing stand in our way. We all stand in a total ingredients of all things. So take this healing and go forth that we block all things as I do and assemble with a knife we cut through we cut through we cut through and we ball it up take it put it in your mind and put it in the pot and burn and let it go let it go let it go let it go and it's gone now open your heart, open your heart, open your heart, and receive the light, the joy, the laughter, the abundance of your spirituality on this and every level of your life. Receive. So let's talk about gratitude. We say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, and I receive. Wow, can you feel that energy? Can you feel the energy within your body? Because I definitely felt a shift and been feeling a shift before. Like I said, if you need to call, the number is 347-996-5800. Nine, five. If you want these prayers and this loving energy and these bubbles to send forth to you and your loved ones and the victims of Sandy and the victims, I wouldn't say victims, our friends and families and our loved ones within the sound of my voice, we send out the love and this energy to you that they feel the love that we send forth to them. And for our loved ones that have lost, we send love to you and that their angel, guides, guardians, a higher conscience kiss you on your forehead and give you a sign that they are at peace. So, as they say, so it is, so it is, so it is, so be it. It is so, it is so, it is so. And I say to you, Mur, 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 Mur. Namaste, Ashe, Ashe.
That is what we say. Blessings come forward and stand. Angel of gratitude, I receive you. Angel of abundance, I receive you. Angel of health, I receive you. Angels of all kinds, all light workers and light beings that is up for my higher good, I receive you and I say thank you. I say thank you. I say thank you. I am blessed. You are blessed. We are blessed. And multitude. It is. It is so. I'm holding my hands up. If you can see on Ustream TV, you can see my hands up. And we will continue to do this until it reaches everyone and they hear the call of healing and helping our brothers, our sisters, our mothers, our aunts, our uncles, our enemies. We send this out in love because we are of a higher vibration. And we believe in unity and not separatists. We're not separatists. We don't like to separate. We are a unit of uni. Uni. U-I-N-I. Uni. Universal. And that's what I leave with you at this point in your life as well as in mine. I'm hoping you heard these words of calling that I said to you. So let's, without further ado, let's bring in this other fantastic energy we have that we are going to listen to. We have many, many songs as you can hear. I want you to know you are the one. And without a doubt, believe that you are the one. And when you know you go forth, you can. This is the Sydney Silver Show. This is a show designed to piss y'all off until I make y'all love each other. That's right, world. Time to duke it out and then have lots of great makeup sex and loads of kisses. This is my co-hostess, Tiffany Tony, And whatever I say that pisses her off and she disagrees with, she's going to sit here and punch me out. I'm just kidding. She's just, just going to fight with me. You want to say hello, <laughs> Tiffany? Hey, guys. I'm Tiffany Tony, the co-hostess with the mostess. And I might be brown sugar, but I ain't always sweet. Now, today on the show, we have a mysterious guest. She's the mysterious woman known only as the food alchemist. She is busy right now saging our room and purifying it. And it is smells good sage? to me. Yeah, I think that's Aww. sage. I kind of like she's burning <laughs> I like it. it. I like it. I <laughs> thought it, it was really good, but it, it's good. She <laughs> um, uses natural foods as healing, and I believe she even does spells and potions. Is that... 
accurate food alchemist? <laughs> I wouldn't say spells. I would say cleansings and healing and spiritual work. I like the spells. <laughs> I do too. I'm like, can you make my boss be in love with me? I need a raise. <laughs> Yeah, we, we need a million dollars. Let's do that spell today. Yeah. So yeah. what is this uh, sage you're using? What does it do? This is Palo Santo. Palo Santo removes negativity mm-hmm. and basically brings in positivity. And it also has a way of also bringing in prosperity since that's what we're all here for, I thought. Mm-hmm. Anywhere I go, if I'm going to be prosperous, I want to pass that blessing on to someone else. Now, does it that's work awesome. the same way if you burn money? <laughs> No, but maybe, you know what? I thought that'd be a good spell. You know, it, you know what? You never know. You, never you know, know what? You you know what? There is a spell with money. Is there? You tear it up, tear up dollar bills, and put it in bath water. But you got to have the money to do that to take only that one money. dollar bills, or does it matter? No, it, if you the more money uh-huh. you can afford to do that, the more money. <laughs> I'm going to take one dollar bill and I'm going to do <laughs> no, that. No, 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 no. Okay. You need several. Oh, uh, several, several. I don't know. That could that could do me good at the ninety nine cent store. I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get back to you, Food Alchemist. But feel free to chime in with us if you need to undress or something. We just ask you go down to your underwear. Okay. All right. No full nudity, but yeah. Don't get crazy. (laughs) If you feel the need to rip off your clothes, go for it. Um, It's not even nine o'clock yet. So I know. (laughs) Tiffany here hasn't even had her drink yet. (laughs) So right now, um, I just want to go. We're about to go to the good news. Okay. This is a segment we do where we discuss our good news. I like to try to reverse things and make good things out of things that don't seem good. Okay. But you can do whatever you want. You can either do that or you can just do good, good news. Um, right now, before we do the good news, because my good news is involved with this, I have to go to the results of the silver experiment. Last show, we had silver on the show, ionized silver, and I put it on bread to see if it would kill viruses. Because I, if you remember, if you watched the last show, I had flashed this, you know, silver kills all viruses thing. <laughs> and then we did a scientific experiment. So can we go ahead and play the silver results video here are the results of the silver experiment this is the bag i put the water into with the bread as you can see it's almost gone it's been molding for about i don't know five days and it's toast so the silver one is supposed to kill the viruses has held up better physically but look at it it's disgusting It's awful. And I even put some more silver. I opened the bag and I put some more silver on that horrible thing right there and it turned less black. The whole part was black in here, but it actually grew larger. So even though physically it's standing up, you know, taller than the one with the water, definitely silver right now is an epic fail. So I did say that my silver was five years old. I will get some different silver, some brand new silver, some ionized nano sized silver and give it one more try and other than that so far sorry silver eh, fail all right so as you can see i was really sad when that happened because i was really hoping that silver was the cure for all viruses and i still haven't given up on it i just refuse to give up on it i'm going to get the new silver and also i just want to make the notation that experiment wasn't inside a living organism. It was on bread. Well, I ate the so. silver and I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> <laughs> because you just said it was five years old. 
<laughs> and no, I'm I hoping the inside of my body isn't looking like that bread. Now, I, I, I warned you. I warned you. I told you that. You might have. I told you I was that, just yeah. curious to taste it. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm about to get sued here, everyone. So, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, you know, I just want to say that the silver, it's not inside a living organism, so it might be a little bit different if it's inside a body. So I'm not going to give up on it yet. I'm going to do the experiment with the new silver. Then I want to find some sick people. So if you're sick, you got to go to our show, <laughs> sydneysilvershow.com. Go on the forum. Tell me you have a cold or something. We're going to pump you full of the silver. Okay? <laughs> so, all right. So now to the good news. We don't have our intro today. That's okay. We're having some technical difficulties. So if you want to go first... Um, Anyone, or do you want me to go first? We'll let Jeff? you go first. All right. You have a halo on. It's beautiful. Oh, yes. I have a halo You're on. You're the angel. You should and go first. Angelic. And yes, everybody, <laughs> look at my, uh, my halo. I, I'm the, uh, I am the lonely, sparkly angel today, and I just have happen to have a halo on, and ding. And I just have a lot of hair that looks like a halo. Yeah. yeah her horns are underneath the hair. Yeah. <laughs> her horns are underneath. Yeah. I was so excited because when I was walking around outside with my halo on, Nobody noticed the halo. And I was like, this is so awesome. I'm just walking around with a halo. And then Food Alchemist out of the blue goes, hey, wait a minute. She's wearing a halo. It was awesome. So we took pictures with it. Yeah, I love my halo. Sorry, you have to deal with me being a kook because that's just how Sydney Silver is. I'm a freaking kook. Okay, so if you see me out in public and I'm like wearing a halo or something, just be like, yeah, that's Sydney Silver. Take pictures. Okay, so the silver experiment is my good news. Oh, this was so hard for me. I really couldn't make this into good news. But I was like, I've got to do it. I'm the silver lining. That's my whole name and everything, right? Okay, the good news about the silver experiment not working and that it doesn't kill viruses. Number one, I now get to find another cure. That sounds weird, Absolutely. right? But what would our lives be like if we didn't have things to do? We would be bored as heck, right? <laughs> Now I got a mission. I got a mission and I have something to do in my life and I have a goal and a purpose and that really makes our lives good. So, hey, that's my good news. And also I was thinking about it, there might be more good news in it that comes out later that we don't know about. Like, for instance, uh, maybe the cure for viruses is even cheaper than silver. Something like that. All right. So I'm not going to let it get me down. It's good news. All right. And you only wasted two pieces of bread. Only, <laughs> only two. Only, only two pieces of bread. We are never making sandwiches with that bread. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I think the maggots are. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. They're busy in the trash right now. Okay, Tiff, do you have any uh, good news for us? Or? My good news is I started using coconut oil on my skin and my hair, and it's amazing. I love it. Oh, I started uh -huh. using vitamin C. Did you? Yeah, and it was really amazing. Difference. I was shocked. Liquid vitamin C, and it's just started making my skin glow, and I was really mm -hmm. excited. So what is the coconut oil? Um, I just buy the regular coconut oil like you would use to cook with. Uh -huh. And I just put it on my face at night. And, and I mean, it even works as a makeup remover. It doesn't uh -huh. make you break out. Do I look broken out? No, but you could just have good skin, girlfriend. <laughs> well, so, maybe that, you like, have some I had a lot of zits when I was in high school, so. I mean, I don't know. I guess try it out and see on a day. Don't do it before we shoot the show. I don't want to be responsible. <laughs> you know what? Next time if I come into the show and I'm covered happens. in pimples, it is her freaking fault. You just go mob her. <laughs> All right. Food Alchemist, do you have any good news for us to share? Good news is I'm in L.A. Yeah. And I met two lovely ladies. Yeah. Uh, just sweet. Just been just so interesting and live. And it's just been a wonderful experience. So awesome. that's Thank my you. good news. So like, and you came all the way from Hawaii. Hawaii. Mahalo. It's awesome. Um, Thank yes. you for doing that. Yes. That was so great of you. Really appreciate that. Yes. All right. We do. <laughs> 
So we are going to go now to our topic of the day. We also usually have an intro for that. But that's okay. We are a ghetto show here. <laughs> Anything pretty much goes. As long as it's not like you're talking about killing the... You know. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that kind of stuff here. But a lot of other stuff you can do here. So, um, okay. Now, I have something for Tiffany to read. Pass it on Our down. topic of the day is... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'll let her read it first before I announce it. So go ahead and read the parts that are not crossed. All right. (laughs) Nipples remind us that gender is anything but clear cut, especially in utero. Did I pronounce that correctly? I think it's utero. Utero. I'm not sure. Okay. Especially in utero. You can say however you want. (laughs) Whatever your sex, everyone starts off as a woman in the womb. Sorry, I was excited about that. Uh, For the first several (laughs) weeks, uh, developing embryo follows a female blueprint from reproductive organs to nipples. Only after about 60 days does the hormone testosterone kick in for those of us with a Y chromosome, changing the genetic activity of the cells in the genitals and the brain. Yeah. Do you remember when you were like in middle school and they were like, there's the X, the X, and then the one leg degrades and becomes a Y? (laughs) I just feel like I'm in algebra all over again. I don't know. (laughs) Here's my topic of the day. Here's my my topic of the day. Because I was thinking, I've got a little, you know, a chart. Of the male anatomy. He's right? waving. He's waving. He's happy. Now, as a woman, right, these become the breasts, but it, it, it stays flat on the guy, but he keeps his nipples, right? The the testes are actually ovaries. So the ovaries drop down. They become the testes, right? Which is why it hurts when we have cramps, gentlemen, because it's like, imagine your balls are caught in a vice for two days. Okay. That's how it feels. So just be nice to us. So, okay, these are the ovaries, right? And then this, I think, is like the kind of like the clit area. My topic of the day, my question is, where is the G-spot? Where's the male G-spot? That is a good question. Mm. Right, okay, I have a, a demonstrator here. Okay, so you know. You're going to show it? And I was trying to think like, okay, I think, okay, you, you got the balls here. It's not like this has been used. I promise. <laughs> She's drinking. She's, she's drinking. She's, drinking. she's like, I cannot deal with this right now, Sydney. <laughs> I didn't expect uh, this. It's not like this uh, worn out thing has been used. Okay, so this uh, is like a sensitive part on guys, right? And you can, I feel like that part is the clit. <laughs> you got to imagine this thing kind of goes in mm-hmm. like the opposite direction. Or is that the G-spot? Is that the G-spot? Because it's a very sensitive part on the guys. I've noticed, you know. You know, you're rubbing a guy's dick or something, and he's going crazy for this spot. Um, is if we inverted that, is that the G spot? What do you think, Food Alchemist? <laughs> She's like, no, no, I you think, think it's so? another part, but but then like, if you penises look, are not food, look, if you <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She's like, I came here, and these stupid chicks talking about penises. Okay. No. Um, speaking of that, I I forgot something else I wanted to mention on the show. Um, but anyway, so if you invert this, where's the clit? It just makes no sense to me. <laughs> it grew out. And then it here's my out. other question is they say that a woman has three times more nerves in her clit than a man has in his penis. Have you heard that fact? That's what they're saying anyway. Okay. So why, if it's a guy, a woman turning into a guy, why does he have, why is it kind of numb? Like, why does he have less nerves than us? Hmm. You see, these are all very important questions that we need yes. answered on the Sydney Silver Maybe show. it's because God, the universe, whatever you believe in or we believe in, Felt sorry for us that we have to go through the pain of periods <laughs> oh, and giving birth some to 
to a living organism inside of our body for nine whole months. And he was like, you know what? Something I'm going to give you something to I reward you for that. I want to come out and cry. I want to yeah. come out and cry now. It's, I need it's milk. Really right? alien to yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're on agreement on that one. Creeps me out. <laughs> Just creeps me out. Cool. Uh, where, where is the G-spot? Do you know the answer? Well, I would say the prostate. Whoa. So where's the prostate? Is that that's <laughs> inside your butt? Is that under here? That's in the this anus. This is the uh, G-spot oh, reacher. So when you, you got to do a finger insertion and it's called milking the prostate. Oh. Just I've like you're stroking. That. I see. It and, gets all swollen. And they're like, it goes up. <laughs> it's like gets hard and it's up. So that's why they have to have a prostate exam. So oh, somehow the female genitalia turn <laughs> went in the anus and wow yeah i gotta talk to a scientist on this <laughs> this is odd penises are All right. not food okay okay enough shock factor <laughs> all right let's get over here to food alchemist so food alchemist can you explain to us a little bit about what you do and why is your name food alchemist my name is the Food Alchemist. It's because I deal with so many elements like, you know, your fire, your water, mm-hmm. your air, your metal, your wood. And I take them all into the energies. Like I mm-hmm. do Reiki. I'm a doula. I am a, a certified chef. I went to Culinary Institute of America. I used to be nice. a licensed nurse, LPN, licensed practical nurse. So I put them all together and I study herbs. I work with crystals. And Wait, well, so you were a nurse first. So what, mm-hmm. do you not believe in pharmaceuticals anymore? Or? Heck no. I'm sorry. I can't Why? do that. Because I had uh, experience with my daughter. Doctor gave her the wrong medication at the age of two that shut down her kidney. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. So I'm sorry. That's okay. They didn't think she would live. My daughter's 22. Good. Yay. And that's her, the she's yeah. the total opposite of what people suspect right. her to be. Um, she's vivacious. She goes to college. Mm-hmm. She leaves to go to New Zealand and she studies psychology. She's uh, actually, she's my business manager. Wow. So she does go to school for business management. And yeah, you have goes, a show, right? You want to mention that and where to find it? I have a show called Food Alchemy Network on Blog Talk uh, Radio on the internet and I also have a Fluid Alchemy Network on Ustream. Okay. And you can find me on Facebook or you go under Chef Ceci, the Food Alchemist and you will find me. You'll see all kinds of weird stuff. And she's also going to be listed on sydneysilvershow.com. If you forget all that stuff, go to the show site and Mm -hmm. click on her picture. Now when you mentioned um, Riki and Medulla was I'm a doula. Can you explain a little bit about what those are? Those two things. Okay. Reiki is someone that deals with energy. You all have Mm -hmm. chi, or as I say, energy. We're Mm -hmm. all energetic beings. It's tapping into that energy, or and I also do prana, Mm -hmm. which is the same thing as pranic healing. Mm -hmm. It's tapping into your own inner energy and making it work like shocking it into working so you have different tools either your hands Mm -hmm. in prana we use either salt water and we use uh, a bucket that Mm -hmm. you get healed and we're cleaning you off like Mm -hmm. removing knots and chains and where energy gets stuck sometimes now you had mentioned previously when we were discussing in the car i like to pick up my guests because you better be on my show (laughs) (laughs) i ain't gonna let you escape on the metro or something um so you had mentioned that food can actually change your dna yes i found that fascinating because dna actually believe it or not this is true 
scientists are finding out that DNA changes in an environment. An mm-hmm. environment can change DNA. Correct. And like, for instance, I think plants, they didn't flower before, right? And uh-huh. then the environment changed, suddenly they had flowers. Right. So DNA can change due to our environment. That's our food, right? Right. That's and our the, body. the nourishment. So right. can you comment, like, how are we supposed to change it to a better, you well, know? how you do it, how I, I work Can you repair it, make us younger? Yes, you can. You can actually give your body vitality. That's what it's called. So How do you do that? You use different herbs. You use different treatments. And like can you I give say, us a secret, like a tip? I, like what's your favorite de-aging recipe or herb or some something? My like, favorite yeah. thing is frankincense and myrrh. It's been around, as everybody knows, before the Bible. It's an oil? You can get it in oil. You can get it in residence. You can get it in powder. It's used to actually change the DNA and spike and art is another one. It or, you can. Or do you put it on your skin? You can what do both. Better? I use it on my skin. Mm-hmm. I ingest it. In my case, this is me. Mm-hmm. Anything that I can't digest, I don't put on my skin because my body and my skin is the biggest organ right. uh, that you have. So to me, if I can't put it on in my mouth, right. guess what? It don't it go. That's a good point. So, it does soak in your skin. I know they say it doesn't, but I was rubbing body oil on me myself and mm-hmm. I thought wait this soaked right in my skin how right. come they say it doesn't go in your skin it does because they're not right in they're not knowledgeable enough it's a lot of scientists and things they don't know about the body that they're learning they're just like Duh. they're experimenting on us aren't they right so, do you take a client and like let's just say a client comes in and says I want to be de-aged I want to get rid of my cancer and I want to you know, run faster. Can you help them with all that stuff? Yes, or? that's what that's my job. That's okay. my job. We sit down, we do a consultation. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So okay. we sit down and work out step by step where you are. First, mm-hmm. you're going to be tested to know where you start from to have a basis of where we're going to go and the goal. And have you been healing people? Oh, yes. I've been that's doing this for quite some time. Um, I've been actually helping women get pregnant since I've been nine. Oh, oh wow. My God. So women that... They're were, sterile that people are told they can't have children. I was nine years old, didn't know what I was doing. And it happened to be, I was pregnant at the time. Mm-hmm. And the lady came to me and said, oh, you know what? I'm having problems and I'm doing this. And I sat down. This is just by cue. I had been reading a book by Jethro Kloss. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called a book, Back to the Eden, Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. And he talks about holistic living. Down. So I said, okay, I've been reading this book since I've been nine years old. I've been weird. I've been studying <laughs> Tibetan. Most people and- are weird since they've been young, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, considering I come from a two-household background and, you know, Baptist background and Christian background, I'm talking about chanting. I'm talking about being vegetarian. I'm talking about yeah. making ghee. Yeah, Excuse- and you're an ordained minister. She's an ordained minister of... Multiple <laughs> millions of religions all over the planet. And it's, that's so Sydney Silver. I love it. That's awesome. It's universal. Yeah. But you are a witch. Yes. You I'm, are a witch because you know what? That is what the witches did. The original witches, yes. which were persecuted by the supposed Christians at that time and others, were burned at the stake because they were midwives right. and healers and they were helping women and they were women with healing capacities right. and got taken over by what we call conventional medicine today right right because the doctors so you are a witch and i don't think you should be ashamed of that i think it's awesome <laughs> i think it's awesome you I go have, girl i just have one later. question yes i have dear. a friend who suffers with anxiety and her doctors are prescribing her a lot of um oh, different pills and medicines mm-hmm. that are making they're changing who she is as a person right and i'm wondering what type of herbs or you know, healing suggestions that you would have for someone going through something like that everybody is different mm-hmm. so what i would do is like i do tests like 
I did a, a spiritual healing slash reading for someone. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I use different tools. Okay. I tell people I have my medicine bag. Okay, so I might have um, I have my crystals, uh-huh. which I have, and I'll sh- you know show them in it. I'll have my stones. Mm-hmm. I'll have um, I have pyramids, so I uh-huh. do geometric shapes of healing. Right. I do food healing. I do oil healing and cards. Mm-hmm. So I tell the body tells me exactly what needs to be healed, and I might even use my pendulum. So the pendulum is swings in a certain way Mm -hmm. and then it tells me this is what we need to work on this is what we don't this is open this is not open okay this is and i write it down it's just like when you go to a doctor alchemist i just i don't want to run out of time here because she actually brought us food to taste and you did raw vegan cooking for us yeah we only have about five minutes left oh wow so let's shovel this in our mouths and gorge because i'm on a diet and i've been losing weight (laughs) i've lost five pounds on saturday Wow. Thank I haven't you. eaten in a week Thank and you. I'm full. Yeah, I have been losing weight really? and I just can't wait to gorge because she brought us, um, I don't even know how she made I this raw so vegan. It's like a, Which one a is chocolate. This one? one is two a kinds chocolate, chocolate coffee. It looks like Can I try ones. it? Which one is this? The chocolate coffee? If you got little beads, that is a what I call a Kona. That's Kona coffee. Oh, oh my gosh. It's from so good. Coffee. <sighs> Straight Kona coffee. So good. You're gonna I can kill make me. out with you right now. <laughs> That's how good it is. Well, and I have a raw apple pie that I wanted to make yeah, you guys Yeah, go ahead and mix too, it up so. first. Um, you know, if we run out of time, well, our next guest is coming. She can kind of mix it up while we're talking to her, too. <laughs> okay. Go to part two of the show. And I liked it. To see us. Okay, what did you eat first? I have the to coffee, recommend the her. Kona coffee. The coffee candy. I ate coffee beans, and I liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're not just any coffee beans. Oh, now, what's this one? It's like a shot of caffeine. Okay, that is what I call my Fiber Express bar. Okay. And chase it. Fiber Express. Fiber Express. And it's, you're going to get a zing. <laughs> now, well, I'm still clearing coffee from my mouth. Oh my and this is no sugar. Everything you have has no sugar in really? it. Really? No sugar. The coffee thing had no sugar? No sugar. Did it have orange? I felt tasted yes, orange. Yes, orange. Delicious. No, it's everything that I will make so you good. has no sugar. Now, what's this one? Okay, mm. can't see. She's That's in front hot. of the camera. Sorry, it's like a little hat. Looks oh, like that is just your regular, regular, just chocolate, Kona raw chocolate with orange. Oh, oh my gosh, this has no sugar. <laughs> no sugar. This has no sugar. <laughs> yes. I'm in love with you now. I can make out with you. <laughs> and she's not even a lesbian. Uh-huh. <laughs> Only on Saturdays. <laughs> All right, so what is this one here right now? This truffle thing. Mm. That truffle thing is just a, I call a coconut ball. Coconut, coconut ball? Coconut ball. And we're going to taste that one. I'm so excited about this. Thank you. Oh. You can oh. come back every week. Uh, 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 uh. I'm okay, having a food orgasm. I'm this telling you, food is your... better to me than sex. I swear. Oh I didn't admit that, but it's This you is your apple tart. Okay. Tart. Apple That's what you have your apple pie tart. Oh, here you go. Tiff and uh, I get an apple pie next. So she's actually. So wait a minute. I'm confused. All of this stuff is raw and vegan and, and no sugar. sugar. Free? Yes, ma'am. Yes, oh ma'am. My God. I'm on complete shock. You I'm guys, like not even kidding. I've never I had sure anything here to taste good. that's raw and that has. Like, how do you make it sweet? I don't understand. Is it fruit sugars, fructose? I know. No. no. Oh no? no, that's gross. Okay. No. And the apples yeah, basically. The apple pie. Yeah. actually has what I call alchemy treats in it. And so this I, is the healing stuff, too. Right. So I can eat this and get healthy, and, too? Yeah. This is dessert, how homemade from Kava Kava. 
There's kava kava in that. Now, what, what is kava kava? Kava kava is a natural anesthetic and also removes pain from the body. Mm. So I come up with different things. Mm. I make an apple pie. Mm. It. Mm-hmm. I just love about healing. So mm. I thought, why the heck not? Holy smokes, Batman! <laughs> I am not joking. You, if you were in our studio right now, you would be having an orgasm on the floor too. What I don't understand is that this food Mm -hmm. tastes so good. It's raw vegan. Yes. It's not supposed to taste good. You should open a restaurant or something. Or a food truck. Well, That's what people say, right? They say it doesn't taste good. Right. That's what tastes good. Well, that's why. But guess what my book was called? It's vegan and it tastes good. That was my first book. That's your book. How do we find your book? You can go on Amazon.com or you can go to ChefSessyFoodAlchemist.com. And what's Mm. your website? It is chefsessyfoodalchemist.com. Okay. So you basically, you can take a client, help them with their health problems, get them on a new diet that actually tastes good, yep. and gives them candy and everything like this. Yep. And candy? <laughs> it is candy. It's it so is. Good. It's candy. Yeah. It tastes like candy. She gave us apple pies, truffles, uh, coconut bars. That, are, that actually add nutritional value. Right. See, like the... Wait, so I can actually eat yummy... Right. And healthy. Correct. See, the thing is, this is what I want to do, but I want to take you guys to another place. Like, I'll be in going to Montego Bay. Okay. To take, actually show you just what I did, how to actually do this in Montego Bay in May in 2015. Then September, where we'll be going to do some healing (laughs) and actually doing, um, with the Bushmen and traditional, as well as going to Belize in 2015. And they can find that all on the website that you can actually make payments. So if you really, really want to do this, Mm -hmm. this would be amazing. The the goal is to take this worldwide, to go and take America to other countries Mm -hmm. and do these retreats. And their retreats are for nine and 10 days. I love this woman. I'm so glad you've been on the show. Now you can stay on with us on the next show. Okay. Okay. Your friend is coming on next. We just have, we are wrapping it up in a time. I'm sorry. Half an hour goes really fast with us, doesn't it? Because we're talking does. about, you know, dildos. And that was so much fun, though. Truffles and candy <laughs> and that mine. heals you and cures your cancer and stuff. That's awesome. the Sydney Silver show, Silver show for you. So, everybody, say bye-bye. Bye. nice talking to you. Sydney Silver Show. Thank SydneySilverShow.com. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to my show. I would like to say this is going to be at a magnificent event of us getting together as sisters manifesting. We are going to bring a bring a sisters manifesting we're going to bring a wonderful circle of sisters and women of all walks of life and we're going to show you how to manifest say what you want mean what you want and put it out there we're going to give you the tools so and also if you have anything that you want to manifest and that needs to bring forth and come into your life whether it's money health finance a dream a purpose and all of these wonderful juicy things that you want to see in your life this is what we do we're going to bring it to you live straight and forward we want you to understand that anything that you want you have the capability of making so let me introduce myself i am your favorite food alchemist 
I've been around for quite some time. I would like to take you on journeys of healing your body with what I like called alchemy from body, mind, and soul. That means taking your DNA and RNA codes and reversing them. So if you have a health issue, there's little codes in your body and the little strands that they tell you that are re-unaligned and untwisted or not straightened, as we say. We align them back into the body. Can you feel it? Back into the body. That's what we do. We put a plethora of information by using oils, herbs, affirmation, things that are positive to bring back into that body and stand you on ground. So without further ado, I have my wonderful guest, Amber. I have Alicia. She's going to talk uh, about all plethora thing. I have Chef Naomi, I have Heidi, I have a lot of plethora of women that are going to come back and tell you some things that you can manifest. Whether your belief is if you're a Christian or pagan or Muslim or whatever, these are tools that you're going to be able to use. This is a non-prejudicial, judgmental show. So no matter what it is, let's come together as sisters and manifest our dreams together. Are you ready to take the plunge with me? Are you ready? Can you see it? Can you feel it? So I am ready to begin my journey. So I want to give my guests a chance to introduce themselves and give you just a little plethora of information of where they come from. Okay, so there's going to be some people glipping in and glipping out. Um, and you can watch this live on YouTube TV as we speak. And what you need to do is go to Food Alchemy Network on YouTube and look under Food Alchemist, and there it is. And you also, because this is being recorded, this also will be put on Raku and True Psychic Networks, and I will let you know the update. So if you don't have my website, WWCHEF. S-E-S-S-Y-F-O-O-D-A-L-C-H-E-M-I-S-T dot com. That is Chef Sessi Food dot com. Go to that website. Or you can find me on Facebook under Food Alchemist. And I am the one with the machete. I have this red machete because I'm ready to take on the world and cut the mess down to pieces and disappear. So you can put that information, so that's where you'll find the plethora of information where you can see it on Raku and True Psychic Network. So, are you ready to begin, ladies and gentlemen? I am. We're going to bring in our first caller, and that is 954. Let's go. Are you ready? Hello. How are you, love? Amber, you have been unmuted. Oh, hi. How are you? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't recognize my number. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I feel so excited to be on this program with you today. Hold on. Tell a little, our audience a little bit about you um, because I'm getting a little back backup echo, so I'm trying to control that so it's not on the video. Uh, okay. Well, the, my story is that I am a storyteller from a long line of storytellers. Uh, in my family, my father, my grandfather, many of my family members were storytellers. And what I've learned about storytelling is that 
you can retell your story. You can tell a new story. You don't have to be stuck in a story that you were given or that someone told you that you are. You can now take charge of that, which is exactly what your program is about. Because we live our story. And sometimes we were pre-programmed by uh, our you know, family members who thought they were doing the best for us, but they were accidentally us. And now, as we come into consciousness and realize, oh no, I am now, I can now tell my new story. So that's what I'm about, storytelling and how it works for you. That works. Wonderful. And where are you calling us from? Tell us what great state are you in right now? I'm in California. I'm in Orange County, California, right near the Pacific Ocean. Really beautiful place here that I live. Awesome. Love it, love it, love it. So what is your idea on manifesting? Give us an idea of how manifesting goes for you. Well, I actually manifested some really wonderful uh, events in my life. And the way I did it was I was a daydreamer from the time I was a little girl. And they often said to me, um, you're just a daydreamer. Get real. Pay attention. But what I've come to realize is that everything we really want, everything around us, the clothes we're wearing, the house we live in, um, anything that we own, look at it, it originally was somebody's dream. It was a daydream. So I learned the power of dreaming, and what I teach people is how to daydream. And then take that right into the night when you go to sleep. You can take that right into your unconscious by what they call lucid dreaming. So you go to sleep telling yourself or describing a dream to yourself, and then in the night that dream will continue, and next thing you know it manifests in your life. Awesome. That is so great. So my other... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No one to. Well, I was just going to say, it's, it's fun and easy. We, we, we often make life so hard when it's really full of play and fun and adventure. But somebody sold us on the idea that it had to be hard and painful and miserable and, you know, ain't it awful and poor little me. But there's a whole new mindset afoot right now, and you're part of that, that we can, we can actually live a new story. We can tell our new story. Right, this is so true. Okay, so we have the other caller, Alicia. Come on live, baby girl. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing All of you <laughs> <laughs> So I want you to tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, I was actually born and raised in Newark, New Jersey, currently residing in Harlan, New Jersey. I am clairvoyant. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can see things that's happening now. I can see things that's going to happen in the future. Um, I have the gift of dreams. I have uh, the gift of making things happen in your life, actually. Um, making things manifest in your life. There you go. There you go. I like uh, that. With this gift um, from my grandmother, my great-grandmother, and so on, my ancestors, uh, my American Indian ancestors, actually, I carry the gift from them. Um, so, you know, I do agree with, your name is Amber, right, Amber? Yes. yes my name is Amber. <laughs> so, so but the whole dream thing, you can't make things manifest in your life. I mean, I, I'm one who actually has dreams that actually come true, you know, so, you know, you can actually, you know, bring things into your dreams. You can 
also visit people there you if go. you would like to see their dreams. So um, a lot of what she said is actually true. Right. So that's basically uh, who I am. So for you guys that don't know that who she really is, this is my baby cousin. <laughs> so and we got connected. I want to say around about November, um, and just I was searching for my grandmother's side, which she was talking about the Native American side, and I was like, okay. And we got connected, and we found that we have a lot of similar. So I'm learning a lot of women in our family that are women are born and gifted, like she's clairvoyant. Um, she's able to pull things out of dream and make things happen. Um, that is a gift that is evidently handled down to what we call medicine women in our family. They see things and know things and just have the gift, uh, which I am very blessed um, to have. And we got together and just started talking and just made a great connection. Like, okay, this is good to have family when you're searching. So this is one of my manifestations. I wanted to have a connection and I said to myself, I want to someone that is, you know, somewhere connected to my grandmother. And I need that family information. All I knew is that we were Native American, but how many African Americans say they're Native American and have some kind of blood? Um, my cousin showed me, yeah, <laughs> told me to actually, you know, the tribe that we belong to and about our, our gifts and how it's inherited. I just thought I was a weird kid, a weird adult you know just out there I knew I was enlightened and special but it helps to know that my cousin my bloodline is not too far and it comes from my ancestors handed down so that was wonderful so I thank you for coming into my life and being part of my journey cuz so I really Aww. appreciate that <laughs> so that's one way of manifesting things saying what you want and speaking it out um, I'm just good at doing that like um, you guys don't know I travel a lot and people ask like how do you travel out with two kids and I've been traveling with my babies um, since my son I want to say about six and we've lived in so many states all the way all the way to Hawaii um, we've been to Rome um, <laughs> I manifest what I want. I say exactly what I wanted, like the house I wanted. I asked my son, what do you want? I let him choose the state. And I said, this is what, what do you want? And he said, what do you mean? I said, where do you want to live? He said, Arizona. And my face just dropped, but this is my baby. He gave me a good reason um, where, why he wanted to live in Arizona. And that was to go to ASU. I asked him, what did he want? And he said, I wanted to be on a bus route that was an orbit bus route. Did you hear that? Orbit bus route. He was very specific at exactly what he wanted. Orbit bus route. He wanted to be near his school where he didn't have to really catch a whole bunch of buses. He wanted to be able to go downtown. He wanted to be able to get into Scottsdale and get back. He wanted to be able to make friends. He wanted to be in a community. He said he wanted to be in a certain area in Arizona. Guess what? Checklist. We're exactly where he wants to be. We're exactly on the orbit uh, mount. We were exactly two blocks up the street from his high school. We were exactly where he can get on a bus and go downtown in Tempe and go to Scottsdale. He told me what he wanted and I made it happen. It's like seeing it, believing it. Now, I had this apartment before I even got here. 
and let, that is about saying what you want. I knew and I was struggling, you know, not struggling, just not seeing the way of what I wanted. And I said, okay, this is what he wants. I'm going to put it out there. And I made phone calls. And I said, okay, spirit, what do I need to do? And I talked to my higher conscious self. How do we make this happen? Now, was I on the phone? Yes. Is it? Did it just walk in the door? No. I put some work into what I wanted. And I looked around and I made phone calls. And matter of find up three got three, do you hear me, three offers for three different apartments before I even hear in another state without people seeing me, uh, screening me, just doing applications through the phone, through the internet, through um, the facts of just faxing information and through the mail. Who actually sends money orders through the mail nowadays? Who actually takes payment like that? That was something unheard of of you buying a place without seeing it and I just happened to be lucky that a friend of mine came and looked at the apartment and actually told me exactly what kind of area I wanted it had a pool you know it was up the street from a gym um, it's close to being you know where teenage can hang out everything that we wanted in our wish list down the check line it was like check 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 and to give you even plethora I jumped in my car me and my son and we drove cross country to Arizona from Pennsylvania stopped in Florida and came here and we arrived at the worst storm there was where they closed I-10 down and it was funny they closed I-10 down but we made it where we're supposed to and my son was able to start school the next day uh, we were able to move in our apartment a week earlier because I got here a week earlier. Can you see how excited I was? I believed that this was going to happen and nothing was going to stop me. That's about manifesting. You know, that's what I did to get in this um, place that I am at where I wanted to be for my child. So even if your child has a dream, we're able to manifest those dreams for them. Saying they want to get in a certain college, we actually help them manifest that by preparing them for their SATs, uh, putting them with the right people, meaning education-wise, and actually putting them in volunteer and community activities so that they can be involved in. I mean, this is a lot of things that you can do when you're manifesting for other people. So there's all other tools that you can use. So um, Amber, give me an example of something that you've manifest and how you went about it. Okay. <laughs> I, I just manifested my husband. Um, I've been alone for a while. Uh, my first husband passed away, and I wanted—I knew I was meant to be a wife. I knew that I was—I was—I'm a born sweetheart. I—I had a happy, happy marriage, and I knew I wanted to be married again. So what I did is I knew that when you look for something, you kind of chase it away. You know what I'm saying? You need to radiate and attract it. So at night when I would go to sleep, I would tell myself a little love story about, you know, kind of like a little fantasy, like a little movie that I would start at night when I would go to sleep. And then during the night, I would, you know, I'd continue the dream, this dream of meeting the you know, this wonderful person who was athletic and who, you know, all these different things. And so for several years, every night, I would go to sleep telling myself a little love story. Then two years ago, when I was up on Facebook, there was a man who came on and noticed something that, some comment that I made, and then we began a friendship. 
And the next thing I know, the friendship grew, and we became sweethearts. Then he asked me to marry him. And so we, he came um, in November of 2014, and we got married. And now he's uh, getting his act together because he lives on the other side of the, of the planet, and over in England, and getting all of his, you know, paperwork and everything done so he can come and live here forever with me in the USA. Now, that is the biggest manifestation I've ever done. And again, I didn't put a lot of attachment on it. I just went into the dream, the, the lucid dreaming, and just imagined, well, guess what? He's all the things, all these different imaginary, uh, you know, scenarios that I came up, he's all of them. He's <laughs> a skydiver, a scuba diver, a five-star chef. I mean, the man is absolutely incredible. He has highest integrity, highest models. Uh, he's a philanthropist. He's, he's uh, involved in community service. He loves animals. I mean, he is everything I ever dreamed of in all my life. And here I've manifested this wonderful husband. I was just on the phone with him a few minutes before this call started. Awesome. So how's that manifestation? That's amazing. That's amazing. So... That's amazing. People worry about relationships. You know, they're so they 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 don't understand relationships. But I can tell you the secret. The secret is you have to be yourself. And I told him that. I said, when we're if we're a match, you know, it's already accomplished. So we just have to find out if we're a match. And as we discovered that, we realized we are. We're a perfect match. The, the universe brought us together. Oh, I mean, he's half a world away. And yet we're on the phone every day talking to each other, laughing and kidding and sharing adventures. And so, I mean, something that looks absolutely impossible. It's, one of his friends is what they call an odds maker. You know, he did, he's an actuary, I think, for some insurance company. He said the chances of you two meeting is one billion to one, at least one billion to one chances. Mm -hmm. And here it is. So how good is that for manifesting? That's wonderful. Now, Alicia, tell me about some things that you've manifest. Give me an example um, of how you went about it. Okay. Can you, are you able to hear me? Yes. Okay, so my current job, I work in the uh, medical insurance industry. Um, straight out of medical school, um, I have gotten hired as a temp for the company. Um, I, I, I actually had always dreamed of actually becoming permanent at the job, so uh, what I would do um, is uh, I would light a white candle and I would just put down um, everything that I wanted to, to uh, come true. Um, and uh, shortly after that, um, I had gotten called for an interview. The interview was only two seconds. They actually hired me, you know, instantly because of, of the work that I performed prior to actually uh, getting hired. And um, within the job, I, like the top person, well, I'm still the top person there, um, and my next step is actually uh, trying to become the director of the company, and that's one of the things I'm trying to manifest in my life currently. Um, so we'll see, because I'm actually trying to move to Georgia, so we'll see if that manifestation happens in that state. Okay. So that's, that's one of the things I'm currently working on, but uh, my current job is something that I did um, manifest in my life. Okay. I want to say one thing for you, cuz. Take out the word trying. You don't try anything. When you're trying, you're not there. When you just do it, you do it. 
just like your job. You just do it and you knew it. So, right. you, so do I've been it. trying. I'm not really sure um, if I want to go back into the medical okay. industry if I, or if I want to open up my own business. Okay. All I right. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got that. I do have one more caller. Um, I do have an, another caller. Her name is. Um, hold on. Hello? 720, do I have my famous sister, Chef Iomi? Yes, hi, Chef. Hi, Chef. Hi, ladies. How are you? They can hear you. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, can hear you. So everybody can hear you. We're, we're live. So um, we're talking about. We're talking about sisters manifesting, and I know you got some great, great juicy stuff. Tell people who you are first. Yeah, I need a little blog about who you are, and then I want you to tell me something that you've manifested and how you manifest what you manifest. And you're directing that at me right now. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you're you're sounding a little muffled. To me, I can hear everybody else clearly, but you sound a little muffled. So I'm, I'm you know, okay. uh, listening intently to hear your words clearly. Okay. So what you said was you wanted me to tell a little bit about myself yes. and then tell about something that I've manifested, right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, great. So um, my name is Jessica Sayomi. I 
didn't know how to verbalize it. You know, I knew that there was something going on and with me that was different from everybody else. And part of that was that I would hear voices. I would hear people speaking and talking to me just like I'm speaking and talking to you all. And it was always so very, very clear. Um, no ambiguity. It wasn't muffled. It wasn't anything. And most of the time when I would follow the um, instruction or be obedient to what was being said, whatever was being said to me, whether it was about myself, a person, a situation, a job, it always been true. Always, always, always been true. And so with that said, I started being who I am, even not even prior to connecting to um, the, my way of life spiritually. I was a manifester before that happened. You know, I would say things like, oh, you know, I want a such and such and such. Well, to give you an example, I, my, my favorite car was a BMW. And I said, I'm going to have a BMW. I don't know how I'm going to have a BMW, but I am going to have it. And I used to, I put out a photograph and I put it on my wall. And um, and I also, in addition to that, now this is something different, I also wanted to learn how to drive a stick shift. So I didn't know how to drive a stick shift. So I was like, I'm going to learn how to drive a stick shift one day. Well, later on, I don't know. And I don't remember the time frame from when I actually decided that I wanted this car. I wanted to learn how to drive a picture to the actual manifestation of it happened. Because it's a little while ago, I don't remember the exact time frame. But not only did I end up getting a bright, shiny, cherry red BMW brand spanking new with ladder seats and sun rooftop, but it was also a five car and I was able to pay for it in full, which is also what I said was going to happen. So um, and then moving forward, I had started, you know, aligning myself with what I call my mastermind group and just realizing that I am a manifestor and that, uh, well, actually someone told me a long time ago when I didn't even realize that I he quoted Laszlo and he said, you are an actualizer. You know, the things that you say, you actually actualize them. And I didn't, when it was told to me then, I didn't realize what it was, but he meant by that. But as I grew and as I evolved um, in my spirituality and in connecting to who I am, who I really am, I realized that I was actualizing everything that I said. I used to, uh, prior to being a plant-based chef, I wanted to dance professionally, and I had never, ever taken a dance class. You know, most professional dancers, they a child or whatever. I was 19 years old. I said, I'm going to be a professional dancer, and then, you know, I ended up dancing with the premier company um, in Chicago, and the first time I auditioned with them, I didn't get in. I went and studied with some other people, dance professional, traveled the world dancing, and then came back to Chicago at 35 years old, auditioned with that same company, and I got in as um, as a principal, as a principal dancer. So just about everything, and, and then I started making lists and putting it 
on my board and my vision board and, you know, just really meditating on it. And I said that I was going to move to, I used to, I was born and raised in Chicago. And I, I was wanted to get out because it was always so cold, it was terribly cold in the wintertime. And so uh, I said I was going to move to a climate. The first thing on my list was going to move to a climate where it was at least 80 degrees um, most of the time and the sun shines all the time. And I accomplished that. I live in Las Vegas and I've been living here for um, quite some time. I travel quite a bit and I have traveled to a lot of um, tropical um, places and, you know, again, where the sun shines a lot. Um, so just now, everything, there's a lot of things that I can think of, you know, and I can go on and on that I've actually said, meditated on it, wrote it down, visualized it it out of my mouth and it always, always manifests for me. I always know that everything is working out for me if I just keep myself um, in alignment and on a high vibration. And that's what I want to do on a regular basis. Awesome. Now for my video viewers, I have my lovely, lovely Dorothy. So we're talking about manifesting. Can we get you to talk about manifesting, how we can go about manifesting? I, I need information from you. For you guys that don't know it, she is also another clairvoyant spiritual medium. She does interpretation of tarot cards, and she reads auras. She is what we call the ultimate shaman woman as well. She's another shaman about. So, and she is coming all the way, you guys. Are y'all ready for this? From New Zealand. So are you ready? So you guys, you're about to be in for a treat. Okay, here we go. So say hi. Hello. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's warm where you are. We're having a little cold snaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So yeah, um, tell, pe tell people about yourself and that don't know you because they probably haven't listened to you on Blog Drop or to Chris or any of those other things out there because, you know, they just don't know. And it's okay. Yeah. So give them a little blob about yourself and how you manifest something because you're good at manifesting and good reading people too. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm a clairvoyant energy therapist. That's how I title myself because there's no real box. Uh, I've got a diploma in clinical hypnotherapy. I have got a, a, a diploma in anatomy and physiology. I have got biophotonic light. Uh, shall we keep going? Okay. Are you right? Yeah, and, yeah. I'm talking to my technical person. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> have you got her? Have you got her? And yes. um, and, and um, I did mediumship, and I I, I got master teachers in Reiki and Seishim. Seishim first, then Reiki, then Aquarian energy. And when I was looking at this. I was like, why are all of these teachers saying this is the ultimate energy, but they're all carrying half a dozen modalities in New Zealand anyway, and why are they expanding on it? And so that's when I started looking for the vibrational expansion technique, which is really, there's multiple frequencies. You've got millions, if you like, in your body alone. Forget about the universe. So let's not narrow it down to a single frequency and try and give people what they need. The aura reading... <clears throat> I, I took a fancy to it and I bought an aura camera 
about 17 years ago and I took it out to shows where I would be doing 50 readings a day and one day I didn't read aura then I could only do what I was shown to do by the people who sold the cameras you know and then I noticed one day I was seeing colors that weren't in the picture and I thought oh this is interesting and how did I know that I would say to a person see this purple here and they'd go there's no purple in that photo <laughs> so I would uh, then I started evolving past the camera sold it and then as you know I do my own CGI or pictures and videos now so manifesting <clears throat> manifesting is about attitude actually it's not really I don't think about goal setting I've seen a lot of negative people set a goal and say right I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it really well and yet they haven't got the work ethic you know hard work um, it doesn't have to be hard labor to be right, hard work right. so if, if you love what you're doing <clears throat> if you love what you're doing the energy you put into it creates the return you know I am fairly successful I'm not going to pretend I'm not but it's not it didn't happen overnight you know it took years of effort work I trained I mean there's this burgeoning group of people who think they can go without training and suddenly become the pinnacle of advisory or the pinnacle of you know I, I know everything I have lost count of how many spiritual advisors taught quantum theory and have never even studied it, you know. And a few that have read a bit of Bruce Lipton. It's true though. They and I, I like catching them out. You know me, right? I'll be in a show. I'll hear somebody say that, and I just go kaboom, uh, because I have studied it and I've studied it to know what I'm doing. The reason I studied anatomy and physiology was to help. And, and I've got, I've got diplomas in massage as well. But it's to help me do what I do. It's not about anything else. It's about me understanding what I do and how to interpret that for other people in a way that's that's quite real. Because I see auras, it was really important for me to align with um, the, the the Light Institute of Germany because Dr. Fitzalbert, Fritz Albert Pop was one of the first guys. He did this amazing test and his test was, you can all do this by the way, and why I bring this up is it actually helps with manifesting. Right. He stood on a balcony of a hotel and he thought, well, if we've got this energetic connection, if we've got this light connection, because he's the bio, photobiologist of the century, really. Um, if we've got this light thing going on and we can show with plants that they do this and humans do that, there must be an awareness. So he stood on a balcony of a hotel on the third floor and he would stare at people, a person who was walking down the street and he'd stare. As soon as he got them and he'd stare, stare, stare. And he said, you can guarantee every single one of these people would turn around and start looking around them. They didn't look at him, but they would start looking around them. They knew they were being watched or they had an uncomfortable feeling, that kind of thing. And I think we get that, except that we tend to dismiss it a little bit, right? And it's not always important, as in his case, it was a, it was a test. So the thing is, we recognize when attention is placed upon us from afar and that's very powerful stuff because it also means somebody else recognizes when your attention is placed on them from afar that being the case if you're thinking about manifesting something what you need to be able to do is understand how something becomes manifest for example if you go and buy a house you didn't actually manifest the house you manifested the opportunity to buy the house because if you didn't have the income, if you didn't have the deposit, if you didn't have good credit, you're not buying that house. It's not happening. So you've got a whole lot of things that have to be in place first. And I get asked questions like that. And you, you recognize that too, right? People say, you know, am I going to move in six months' time? And they're stone-ass broke and they don't have any job prospects. They're not even looking for a job. 
And so, you know, what are you going to do to create things in your life? What do you need to do to get what you want? Is what you want in line? Are you right? Do you want me to hand you back? No, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm fine. We're going back and forth. Okay. Just as I look over here, I'm looking over my shoulder. I have two okay. computers going. <laughs> so, so, so what we're looking at there then is just that whole understanding of the concept of process, I think, is what people lose a little bit, if not a lot. And the process is, I can remember when my son was three, this is really kind of cute, I guess, but he wanted something and I said, look, you know, I was a solo mom, I didn't have a lot of money and I says, oh, I've got no money and he said, can't you just go to the bank and get it? And some people never grow out of that mentality. So, of course, naturally I explained that I had to work, save, blah, 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 to get my money. And then I had a certain amount and then I had to buy groceries and then the money disappeared. So I explained to him the process. He's actually very good with money. But the thing here is so many people seem to skip that. You know, if you were given pocket money or if you never had it or if you stole as a young person, very often the process somebody else goes through to get their money or to get what it is they've manifested is lost. I've got something else here too, is if you think having money is dirty, nasty, if the rich are filthy, if you've always got a downer on people who've got lots of assets, you're never going to have them because you're going to be putting yourself in the position of something you deride, something that you don't like, that you think is bad. Um, and, and from that we can blame religious teaching that talk for years all of our lives about money is evil and so on, while quite happily taking all your money off you on church day or on tithing or with other methodology, uh, accumulating super riches, creating their own country within a country uh, and putting all of that money in their own pockets, you know. So when we start looking at that and we look at the percentage that's paid to Africa for poor hungry children, it's nothing compared to the massive amount of money that goes into them. We've got uh, <clears throat> Samoan churches here and, and people are required to tithe from the Samoan church. No matter what your money situation is, you're required to tithe. And and the sad thing, as I said, is yes, they will help a person out if they're in trouble, but that's what the tithing is for, except that it's very small, it's very minimal compared to what they could do, and the burden comes down really to the government, which it does. We take care of people pretty well. But the whole point is, what is the point? You know. So come back to money and go, it doesn't happen without money. You know, Unless you've got the gun and you can go kill the deer, if you want to eat, you pretty much have to buy your food. And if you're in a city, you are disabled. You know, Because cities are not set up for survival. They're set up for money, monetary exchange. And so you need to start right there. Get a good attitude about money. If I, I see, um, I'm on that new Intuit Talks and I really like it, but there's a lady on there who I have a lot of respect for who's got on her services page, she does donation only, and she's put this blurb that suggests that, you know, people do this for the money and people are con artists to see, and I don't want to buy into that. So I put a donation thing, I'll give you your services. She doesn't put it really dissy like that, but it's what it means. Um, and I'll, I'll put, put a donation for services rather than a fee and then you can decide. The thing is she's done two things. She's serviced herself. She's, she's, she's shown that her time is up to what you value it to be, not what she values it to be. That's right. very important. But she's missed a crucial point. She has a full-time job, so it's a hobby for her, and she should probably say that, right? right. She has a full-time, well-paying job and a husband who works. So the financial aspect isn't as important. Secondarily, as, as fun as she is, she's not qualified as such in just about anything. So, you know, you start looking at this. If you get a person who's paid thousands, like my students who have trained in the vibration expansion technique, 
have paid me a couple of grand, two and a half grand. They've spent um, 18 months on average to two years to train and have a certificate to say they know their stuff. And then they go out, then, you know, they want a return on that investment. A person who goes to university and there's no difference. A person who goes to university to get a degree pays out twenty to $40,000. So they want a return on that investment, right? Right. Um, depending on what you're studying, you know, obviously this cheaper and dearer. But if you're going to go and you want to be a teacher, you have to do your three years, uh, get a degree in whatever it is you want to teach, and then do another year as teacher trainer in New Zealand. You have to do that anyway. It's never just one deal. If you want to be a doctor, you're going to uni for eight years, and that's happening. Because if you don't right. go for eight years, you're not coming out with a doctorate. That's a lot of money. That's a right. lot of money put out there and expended with no income, none, no income. You have to cover that or you have to live on minimum or work part-time to put yourself around so that you've got a little bit of something. Live with your parents. Whatever you've got to do, you've got to do that. So these people charge accordingly. The more money and time they invest in their qualification, and the higher they go up that ladder, the more value their services have for others. And their qualification is what we see as the value. For example, you're not going to go to a backstreet lawyer who says, I haven't got a law degree, but I can help you because I know lots of stuff, right? And I want right. you to pay me $500 an hour. But even a regular lawyer, you're going to go, he's a contract lawyer. He's worth maybe $100 an hour. You go to a criminal lawyer, a QC, or a person who can stand in court and do a good job, suddenly they're worth thousands, you know, $5,000 an hour. So we pay for that because we see the value of that. It's not a bullshit, pardon me, it's not a false value. <laughs> I'm a real girl, what can I say? Okay. It's not a false value, um, but it's, it's a value placed on something that they have proven themselves to be worthy of my hard-earned dollar. And we all need to accept and understand that. If we want to do something, life coaching and hypnotherapy or hypnosis <coughs> would be two of the biggest um, fake qualifications out there where people haven't gone to a school anywhere, they haven't paid any dosh over, <clears throat> they haven't learned properly how to do it, but they want the return. And then, of course, they go, and this is what people in general do a lot, why am I not making money in my business? Well, go and actually get the thing because you've got energy exchange and your energy exchange, the attention you're placing on that other person hasn't got structure. That means they can't feel the firm structure under the words that you say behind the energy that you project. They're not feeling the confidence there. They're not hearing the words they need to hear because you haven't learned your craft very well. And that's the same with anything. I had um, a lady ask me why her site, her website that sold product wasn't doing well and I said it's not really a clairvoyant question. Let me go look at your site. When I had a look at it, she was selling a lot of crystals and she had these straight out of the textbook, big explanations about feldspar being found here in this part of the country at this degrees and latitude. It was very technical, very correct. I said, people don't want that. You know, when they come in, they want to know, oh, this will make me feel better, right? Why will it make me feel better? Why do I want that? Aside from the fact that it looks good, why do I want that? What will it do for me? And if you can do that prettily and concisely, that suits you, your way, your style, including you with your books, your cooking, all of that stuff, you know, a little bit of humor. Um, it's easy to get intense about the things that we want to put out there. But as soon as you're too intense and you're too serious, it's actually off-putting for people because they want to feel uplifted. Right. So from a manifestation point of view, just if just thinking about a job, if you want to manifest a job, 
firstly, you get, let go of the idea you're manifesting a job at all because somebody else has manifested the job, you're just meeting an opportunity. Okay? They've created it. They've created the company, the business, the opening, the, the role itself. So they've manifested the job. So manifestation is creation. So you, what you're going to do is manifest the opportunity to get that job. And the way you do that is by determining what is it they need, what need do they have that I can meet. right? And as soon as you've got that, this is what I've got to meet their need, you're putting the right attention into the situation and into the other person. You're putting the right attention and energy and they feel it. Um, it's I'm been said a long time ago. So what I do, if Alicia, just the people that want on the line, can you get them back? I'm hearing you, hun. I have to mute myself because it'll do double playback on the radio. Because you're being recorded on the radio too. That's okay. So, so what you're looking for then to manifest is putting that right energy out there. So we come um, full circle all those with people back for me. A, a few on the line. And so one of the one of the the tell them that they can watch it on YouTube. That to manifest anything, That's all, just like send them a text. Go on my um, box. Go on my account for Facebook. back for what you've got to offer. The yeah, idea that expectation do doesn't exist. Okay, that's all you have to do is just go back. It's Chef Naomi, Alicia, and Amber, the ones uh, who have put emails and let them know that you can do it. If they don't smile back, you feel a little okay. bit robbed or feel a bit miffed, whatever it is you feel. You might really care, but you've already formed a judgment or an idea about that person. So when any manifestation that you want to put out there requires the input of somebody else, you need to factor that into the matching energy. Our energy also goes forward. So when you're thinking about the thing that you would like in your life and you're thinking about what you want to put into it, to have synchronicity is the second thing for manifestation. To have synchronicity, you need to be in the right place at the right time. And that's what we talk about with the law of attraction. So what you put your attention on determines how many opportunities are there for you that you can meet, i.e. they're in the right location. If you're, if you're in America looking for a job and there's that perfect jobs in New Zealand and you can't get here to work, it's a pointless exercise. So the idea is to open that right up. Uh, we have a, a newspaper, the New Zealand Herald, and I'll have people sometimes coming to me saying, I just can't find a job. Well, look, you know, if I open that paper today, I'm going to see 2,000 jobs in there. 2,000 jobs in Auckland alone, tell me why you can't get a job. And they'll say, well, they're in the wrong place, they want people too young, they want people that are older. They've got all of these reasons and I'm saying you're looking at the wrong jobs. So okay. if you, what are you looking for? Open it up, broaden it out, look at every listing there. Even if it says $100,000 a year and you go, I can't do $100,000 a year, read the listings. Read all of them. Even if it says cleaning toilets and you think, oh, I don't want to do that. Well, how qualified are you? For what are you qualified? When was the yeah. last time you worked? What are you putting out there? Because if you want a job, it's not the same thing as I want that job, that particular job. As soon as you narrow that down, you take your 2,000 opportunities and you reduce them to five. The more okay. conditions you place on how you manifest, the less opportunity there is for you to do so. 
So it's a very important thing to look at. Sometimes things look very small and they don't look like they've got what you want. What I did is I emailed Alicia and I emailed uh, uh, just um, Faye. All you got to do is just email Amber on my Facebook. You got it? Job really hates. Uh, she's after something else, and until that well, manager call in a number, baby, they can go on YouTube. I, I reminded her that that job okay. was paying That job that was job something she wished for and achieved because she needed it and wanted it, and that she should really be thankful that it's there for her right now. Or she's going into the next phase of her life with the wrong attitude, so she's not got a forward thinking. Her whole energy is, I hate what I'm doing. And how do you take hate what I'm doing and manifest anything with that? How do you create a future with I hate what I'm doing? Because she's showing a lack of appreciation for one, the skills she's got that it got her that job, and the okay. fact that even if she wants something different in the future, she doesn't have to hate what her life is right now. So it's an important aspect of understanding too that yes, we face disappointments. We can't always get exactly what we want in the time frame we would hope to get it. In which case, we need the third part of manifestation, which is divine timing. We hate the words because we think it's outside of ourselves, but it's not really. Divine timing is synchronicity. It is being in the right place at the right time. It's allowing yourself to work through the process. If you haven't worked for a while or if you don't have a qualification and you want a regular income, don't do what I do because even though I do very well at what I do, learning to do what I do took I had to work. I pumped gas, by the way, so that I could keep my office open so that I could uh, work with clients. So I pumped gas from the early hours of the morning. I'd start work at 5 o'clock. I worked at 10 a.m. in the morning smelling of petrol, <laughs> then I would go off to my office and I would sit there and do a few readings or do the energy work. And so... The <laughs> Everybody's dropping in now. Okay. <laughs> Hello? Person. Hold on. It's like, okay, now Heidi, you're going to have to scoot your little... That's right, over here. This, is my, this is my other friend, Heidi. Hello. Hi, Heidi. So <laughs> she's talking about manifesting. Fantastic. So, fantastic. <laughs> Carry on, yeah. So, so synchronicity and divine timing are about putting your attention on the right thing. So, while I was pumping my gas for five hours a day and then going and doing my energy work, I, for, for a start, felt completely embarrassed because I'd started a business that failed to do energy work, selling crystals, doing all of that sort of thing. And there I was pumping the gas and reduced myself to an office. And I just knew that some of these people who had been to me for services were going to be polling in their cars and wanting me to put gas in their tanks. So I was very embarrassed. And it took about two months for me to discover these people. It improved my business because they saw I was a real person. You know, They saw me in a real life situation. It didn't detract from anything at all. They would look at me, and, and now and again you'd see them, and I'd pull my hat down. They'd look at me, and they'd go, I know her face. Oh, I know that face from somewhere, because I'd been all over the newspapers. I'd been all through. And so it was sort of uh, a tough time for me. But I found that actually my business improved immensely, because real people saw me as a real person. Well, she knows what it's like to pump gas. She is qualified. To assist me in my life, you know, um, I had a, a, a new client for energy therapy who I'd seen regularly delivering mail to my office. I was up watching a football game, and all the time through that football game, she just stared at me like real intense, uncomfortable. And then the following morning, when I went back to work, she rang me up and she says, "I'd like to make an appointment for energy therapy." And I says, "Okay, that's cool. Won't you come?" She says, 
I saw you at that game and I thought, she's just like us. <laughs> and she'd always been a bit intimidated prior to that. So it's understanding you don't ha you do need to be who you are completely rather okay. than a presentation of what you think other people would like to see. And that makes the right match. You meet the right people, you get the right job. And I think I'd like to also say that if you didn't get that job or if that opportunity, because I did nearly bankrupt myself, by the way, it was really hard yards for a few years, um, doesn't mean you're not doing the right thing. It just means you haven't learned to do it very well just yet. You know, Sometimes it's just practice, practice, practice. And in my case back then, I was all largesse. You know, if I sign on for this for three years, if I pay for that, if I put, I put 40 grand of advertising in 12 months, all off the earnings that I was making. I was paying 25 grand a year just for my shop. It was I was paying 28,000 a while ago now, 28,000 a year just for one part-time staff member, just so I could run the shop and do my consultations. The outgoings were just phenomenal, and yet I didn't need to start that big. And so what I did was. I didn't throw the baby out with the bathwater, which a lot of people say, you'll hear them say, I've made a horrible mistake, this is clearly not what I'm meant to be doing. No, no, you've just, you've just overreached your capabilities right now. You've just stepped too fast, too far. Your, your vision didn't allow for process and that's exactly what happened for me. And so once I stepped it back, I had an office which cost me $40 a week. I went from $365 a week to $40 a week because it was an office that's so much cheaper than a shop, right? And my overheads were just dramatic. I didn't need staff now because it was appointment only. And my business took off and from there it started working and I thought, why did I put myself through that for three years? Because I was contracted for three years on a lease. So it wasn't ever a moment where I thought I've made the wrong choice. I immediately knew I did it the wrong way for what I was capable of, for what the area was ready for. I went into a Bible Belt state area, district, uh, we don't have states, went into a Bible Belt district and decided to be a clairvoyant. I'm not kidding, that's pretty funny. So it's, it's, it's like, yeah, they're going to really go for this, right? I actually one day work and had a cross painted, uh, not painted, a cross put on my window. I had a huge front window, but they were generous and careful because they did it with plaster, you know, picking plaster. It, and they did it with plaster, but it was about three feet high and wide. So I was in that kind of an area and trying to be an alternative therapist, clairvoyant, or a reader. <laughs> and and in the end, it worked, but. Working through that, busting through that is a challenge and I'd set the challenge just a little bit higher than I could afford. Now if I'd had, um, I, I started with 40 grand which came out of a property settlement with a, a broken relationship. If I'd started with $200,000 I would have actually made it through. So you understand I can see everywhere that I went and it started with a hiss and a roar and it looked great and then it just got harder and harder. So what we're looking at with manifesting is also accepting that you can make mistakes but that doesn't mean your idea is bad, it doesn't mean you're not good enough. What it means is you either need more training, you need to rethink your process, you need to sometimes just get rid of all the excess, take your punishment on the chin which for me was intense embarrassment and then get on with it, keep going forward. Now it's 15 years later and I have a successful ongoing commitment to my business and I have a regular income that supports me. Everything's good to go. It didn't happen in a minute. Um, I think 
from the law of attraction, the, the biggest mistake people make, and I, I recommend when people ask me about this that you go look at it again, but look at the stories, not just what they got. It was one of those things that showed blindness for I can see what I want to believe. Because, you know, I can't remember his name now, the man who was a real estate agent there, and everybody wanted to emulate him. He's the one that did the vision board. You know, when everybody was, do vision boards, this is the way to go. He made this big vision board, he had a beautiful story. But what people glossed over when they looked at that, they made their vision boards and then they said, right, we'll sit back and wait for it to happen now. What they forgot was his marriage broke down. It took him 10 years of single bloody-mindedness to achieve that. He was so bloody-minded that his marriage broke down. Yes, he had a wonderful son who lived with the ex-wife now, who he now had to support, so he needed more money. At the end of his story, he goes, and here I have that beautiful house and that boat and that car, and he's married again. But there's a 10-year there's a story to that right. that wasn't just about his board, his vision board. So the law of attraction is another aspect of uh, manifestation. is about what we focus on and what we're prepared to do to get it. He was prepared to sacrifice his marriage to get the things, the material things that were important to him. There was the the woman um, who I can't remember if she was a reverend or not. She was talking about she's become a famous author and she's doing really well and she gives inspirational speeches everywhere. Um, she was in the secret as well. Now, when you look at her, her story was terrible. She was in a beaten relationship for years. She didn't just turn 10 and suddenly create this amazing life for herself. She hit the bottom deep. She was beaten by a partner. She was kicked out of her home. She spent time in hospital. She was that badly beaten. And then one day after years of mistreatment, she went, no more. And that no more is the moment. That's the moment where we then decide how to do things differently for ourselves. We then decide we can be creators in our lives. And I know we've all heard this before, but it is true. I didn't say it was easy, you know, but it is definitely true. When you want to change something in yourself, it's the best way to change anything out there. So while things aren't working for somebody, the only place you can look at is yourself. Am I looking in the right place? Am I qualified to do what it is that I want to do? Am I creating the right opportunities and meeting the right people that are like-minded or interesting people? Am I going and putting myself in a position where that thing that I want is even possible? Because if I'm not, then it's just pie in the sky. It's dreaming. It's wishful thinking. It is not manifestation. If I am not achieving any goal that I have in my life, if I am not manifesting anything that I want in my life, then one of these things or one, if not all of these elements are missing. And those elements are firstly put the right energy into it. Put the right energy into it. You know, don't be hating on what you're doing right now if it's going to take you where you're going to be in the future. If you've got to pay the rent and bills and you don't like the idea of working in a bakery or working at Walmart, what other opportunities are there for you? So while you're working there, train in something else. Get your qualifications so you can be better. Put yourself in a position where you work your little noonies off when everybody else is being lazy so they make you the floor manager or they make you the checkout manager, something one step up that can help you for the next step. That, that, that I've got a friend who does work for Walmart, which sounds terrible, but she works for Walmart in Maine and she used to complain quite a bit about her job and I says, you know, 
you sound like you're doing all the right things. I can't imagine why you wouldn't be an improved status sooner or later. And she says, oh, well, I've got kids. I never do any overtime when they ask for it. I says, it occurred to you to just try that? And she did. And for about seven or eight months, she worked every bit of overtime that came. And she laughed. She says, oh, it's easy to pay the bills now. <laughs> that was one huge thing because she says, I'm not a ratty mum anymore. She said, I mightn't be there as much as I'd like, but when I'm there, I'm happier because I'm not stressed constantly about paying the bills, about sorting things out, the kids going to school. She has a special needs child. She has to pay for care anyway. So that all worked. And then nine months later, they gave her a... Um, they gave her a promotion and then when she got her promotion, the first thing she said to me was, you know what Dorothy, the interesting thing that I noticed about all of that was I had what I call, she calls, not me, the Walmart mentality which was do as little as possible for the time you have to do it. <laughs> and she said, none of us go anywhere with that and we don't look forward to going to work and we don't imagine what it's like to change. Well, she's now a um, manager of a whole section there, earning good money. She's very happy. Her kids are growing. Um, she, she still works some pretty serious hours, but I think that's America for you, right? <laughs> it sounds terrible to say it that way, but, you know, it's, it's a little bit kinder in other countries for workers, especially on the lower income level. Um, it's, I just hate saying that out loud. But it's, 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 it's what you're working towards and what you're prepared to put in really does make the difference. And when you go in, she changed her attitude, she changed her um, input, she changed what she wanted to put into it based on what she wanted to get out of it. You can't sit there and do minimum effort and then expect everybody to praise you for it or to give you what you need or to baby you through and then be happy about all of that. There's another thing if we move back another step to ourselves, our person, our insides, we all know this and so we don't like ourselves very much for it either. You know, We start really judging ourselves and then spiritual advisors goes, don't feel guilty, don't be downing yourselves and I'm, I'm a bit different to that. I say, if you're downing yourself, is it legitimate? You know, are you supposed to be doing something different because we've got an inner voice. That inner voice will nag you, criticize you, jump all over you, not because it's it's a negative, but because you're not listening to it, because you're not following that inner voice. Um, one of the, the things I've, I've said in a recent article is what I see my role, <laughs> this, is, this is so bad, I see my role as going to bat for your inner voice because so many people know exactly what it is they should be doing, meant to be doing, want to be doing, shouldn't be doing, should stop. They're not... Uh, false criticisms that your parent is making, but the way you make it to yourself will be based on your early training, your early upbringing. So when your mum told you off or your dad told you off, you tell yourself off basically in the same way, but it doesn't make it irrelevant. If you feel guilty, guilt is a signal, it's an emotional signal that says there's something you should be doing or shouldn't be doing and you know it. That's guilt right there in a nut bag, whether it's in the past or whether it's present. You know if you're being, if you've got integrity. You know if you're being honest. You know if all of your um, ducks are in a row. So if you feel guilty, don't try and not feel guilty because to try and not feel guilty, you will get drunk, stoned, uh, fall down on the floor, whatever it is. You know, you will get stuck into the games on Facebook. You'll talk to people endlessly on the internet just so you don't have to think about what you're guilty about. Um, it's a signal. Fear. Let's look. Let's look at fear. Fear is a signal. It's, there's nothing wrong with fear. We get told and taught repeatedly to avoid real feelings. It's hard work, tiring, 
and it sends us to the fridge, to the bottle, to wherever. It sends us into promiscuity. Let's just not focus on the fear. Let's focus on anything else. And so, you know, fear is a real and proper, uh, a proper energy, emotion, feeling. So let's just look at it. If you've got a fear of something, what is that fear? Accept it. If you fear you're not good enough, what do you need to be good enough? Instead of pretending you're just going to be good enough magically for that CEO job over there, that $100,000 a year, whatever it is that you want in your life for that successful business, maybe for, for a lot of people I know, actually from my own experience, the fear is real if you're going into business for yourself, if you have got some business management skills, you know, you need it. So it's worth doing a three month. Yeah. Let me introduce Heidi. I want Hi. her to come in and say something because she actually Hi. came over to my house. <laughs> Hello, I'm Heidi Schmitz. That's okay. I am a licensed massage therapist along with many other things, but that's my main focus. Um, She's yep. a massage therapist too. I uh, work with a naturopathic doctor, which when I first started doing that, I kind of felt it was a step back for my own business, the same thing you were talking about. Sometimes you just bite off more than you can chew. The great thing is it's still the same path, and that's what I had to realize. It's still part of my journey, and I actually just walked in a little bit late because I was doing a client this afternoon. Right. So I still have the clientele that's coming to me. I just have to balance that out with the other things and the other part of my journey, which is learning from this naturopathic doctor that I'm working with. Exactly. Skills, isn't it? So skills. I have a question I have for everybody. Tell me how you manifest. Give me an example of you manifesting. An example. Something um, that you went in and you manifest or something that you seen or well, I was actually just talking to my husband three days ago <laughs> about how we needed um, extra money for our daughter because high school there are dues and fees that we didn't have the last couple of years. And she needs some school supplies, and we didn't have the extra money up until today. Um, and part of it's manifesting, and part of it's doing the work. Is I texted a client that I hadn't heard from in a couple of weeks and said, "Hope everything's great. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. If you need me, give me a call." And when she knew five minutes later, I got a text. Yeah, I need a massage this weekend. <laughs> what time are you available? <laughs> I'm available whenever you are. Let's make this happen. See, that's cool. See, I like that. That's. See her. I love your story, Dorothy, because this helps everybody. I love her story too, and I loved everybody that shared about manifesting. And everybody can relate because we sit there and we do, like she said, we beat ourselves up because we don't manifest what we want to at the time we want. And it's about something like, and then we go to psychics and we go, and the psychic tells me, "Oh, you're going to get married. You know, like um, you're going to get married in two years, and you're then the manager dream, right? Everything will work out perfect, right? But what they don't tell you, if you don't, if you make that wrong turn or do something different, it can change out the outcome. We don't have a crystal ball. You are you're giving choices, and that's why you're giving too. So don't expect somebody to be 100 percent right." You know what I mean? It's like you thinking, oh, they're going to be 100% right. They're going to see everything. Am I sitting with you? They're going to see everything and they have this magic crystal ball. They're telling you uh, uh, an aspect of what could happen with them and an aspect that does happen with them uh, in their life, which I like. I like the that you can see, but also connecting with yourself and understanding where you're coming from, which is all aspects. Now, Everybody all knows now I'm moving to Belize. Well, I'm going to Belize. Let me put it that way. I leave on the 26th. 
Okay, I wanted to go and do this retreat in December and it was not coming together like I wanted it to come together. And I had this grand old plan of how I seen everything. And then my son graduated and I said, well, before you graduate, I said, I want to just move. I don't want to be in the United States. I've never really been happy in the United States. I've been more happier in Hawaii and thinking about other states. And I had to think about it. Why were you happy? What was different? And why are you here? Like I said, I'm only here because my son wants to be here. He wanted, we helped him manifest. He's here and he's doing what he wants to do. Now I had to go back to think about what my husband said to me. When the kids are all grown, what are you going to do? Then it dawned on me. Now my husband's not here. My daughter's in college. My son's in college. Yeah. What the heck are you going to do? You cook because you you know, it's a way of making a living. You write books, you give advice because that's a way of making a living. But what do you want to do? And I said, I like traveling. I like going to Rome. I like learning new things. Now, how do I make that happen? So I put that out there that I wanted to go. And it was in June. And I said, you know what? I am going to go. And I had intent told my son that we were going to go. My son said, no. So that kind of broke my heart. Does that mean I don't go? Or do that mean that I put my life on hold? And then I remember the key thing my husband said, what are you going to do when the kids are grown? And I was like, in a way, they're really not grown in my head. <laughs> they're still babies. Forgive me. So what I said, okay, I wrote a friend. Matter of fact, had her on my show. And she basically uh, is in Belize and she's a realtor. And I said, you know what? I want to make this happen. So what she did is she said, okay, she introduced me to her assistant. So I started looking for a realtor. I said, if it's meant for me to be, then it will be. And she said, well, you know, how is this? So I said, I'm going to buy a ticket. Now, I got a lump, a little overage for money. So I bought my ticket. Now, who knows? I said, now, when I get there, it'll happen. This is me being me, being weird, you know, mm -hmm. trusting in my instinct. When I get there and I wrote someone, they were like, Sussie, I have a place. Then someone else says, Sussie, I have a place. Sussie, this, 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 this. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to actually be in Belize. So I said, well, I need something else to do because I'm getting to feel the spirit says, you actually need to take a break to really get to know yourself. You've been doing for so many people, but you have, what have you done for Sussie out for Sussie? And I'm like, uh wow, what would Sussy do if it was just Sussy? And Sussy had to depend on Sussy, not be, be the mom or be this or be that. And that brought a whole different picture. So now I'm going to relax, but I got my ticket in Belize. I have a place that I'm going to stay in Belize and it's not in a hotel and it's a, it's in a house and I'm going to have internet. And I talked to my, um, my producers at TPN True Psychic Networks, and we're going to work something out. Then I walked to another friend, Sessie, do you know that you could do uh, e-courses? E what the heck is e-courses? E e-courses where you offer them online. Okay, then I talked to you, Dorothy. She was like, Sessie, you could do a video on, you know, easy cooking and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I never thought about this, but this comes into play of me writing the e-course and getting this together and people actually writing. So I really could get this together and they could pay for it and it's already done as a PDF form and they could actually get certificates. Well, what about that? Okay, in the meantime, you can do your TV show and advertise it. You can do your radio show, advertise it. 
and continue to do the thing you love. I love talking to people. I love helping people. So it's not, I'm doing a show. I'm doing a show to help people, but I, I wasn't getting the monetary means. And when this is your monetary means, it's like, oh, wow. It be, does become um, a little bit of a burden because you're worried about paying the bills. But when you let it flow, this is for me, might not be for everybody. When you let it flow easily and trusting in your walk, like I write down, I'm, I'm a list maker. I got my pros and my cons and this and the at and the A and the plan B and the plan C. Now A, B, and C, okay, we got this. And I, I go in, I go in what I call my pyramid mode. So I look at that angle from this way, that way, and then I go, okay, that looks good. Now let's make this work. Okay. And if it doesn't work, okay, what was plan B again? Okay. Scratch that out that, you know, I got to erase this from my story and now I'm going to put this in. So that's what I learned that works for me is trusting. Cause I like to say, okay, I trust. And then I have a habit of taking it back. Like, oh, oh yeah, I gave it, but <laughs> ooh, it's like, and then I learned, oh, that means you doubted yourself. That means you're doubting what you're supposed to do. And then I learned, well, you know what? That's a natural fear, but guess what? Are you, are you fear? Is fear of you of you? And I was like, no, fear is not me. I'm fearless. And if I'm teaching my children and everybody around me to be limitless and fearless, how what's wrong with you? That means how confident am I in myself? And then I just it popped at me. I'm very confident. I can do any darn thing I want to do. I can be anywhere I want to. You want, you know what? I want to go to Peru. Guess what? I'm going to Peru. I want to go to Brazil. I'm going to Brazil. I'm going to spend Christmas in, in Brazil. And New Year's Eve, I want to be in maybe in Amsterdam celebrating Christmas. I believe I can make that happen. So what I did is I also put out feelers to other people like Dorothy and other people out there. Look, do you know somebody that would really be interested because I would like to come and visit. I want to travel. If I have, and I learned I can barter. If I have something, I even found a way that I could actually stay, stay in someone's house um, where something, what was that thing called? Um, 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 the couch serving site. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go, girl. There you go. I just f found that out today. It was like, oh, this is so freaking awesome. I didn't think about that. And I said, okay, I want to go to Thailand. And I'm like, what is stopping me from going to Thailand? We need money. Well, I learned, well, there's people with my skills that would love to have my skills over there in Thailand and Australia or anywhere they want. All I need is a couch. Okay, so, well, as an injection um, in Thailand, if you volunteer to help with the elephants over there, mm -hmm. you can get your room and board covered. You just volunteer so much time a day, and you just pay for your plane ticket. All right. Did you hear that? See, manifestations coming through. Knock, knock, knock. Here I come. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I'm telling you. So <laughs> i just saying anything that you want to do. It's like so many places I want to go. And I want to learn. That's the thing. I want to go to Thailand and learn the Thai massage. I'm a learner. I, I love learning. I love teaching. Like right now, I'm doing a Muna Aki rites that were from Peru. And I'm actually going to go to Peru and actually do them again. I know people might think that's crazy. But I really want to go and be part of that mesa and learn the Muna Aki's the rights, the culture, be part of it, sleeping out there in the cold mountains and in the Indies just for a little bit because I don't like cold. 
but to be part of that and immerse myself and really get the understanding. Like I want to go to Japan to learn. I've learned Reiki. I want to be part of that in energy. And I want to meet my friend in Australia that did that, um, Shakim and uh, Kurana and personal growth. Uh, did I say in Shishin? Uh, his name is Patrick Ziegler. He's in Australia. I don't know if you know him or not. I know exactly who Patrick Ziegler is. He, he did uh, the Seishim, and I said that was the first one I did. Um, right, she said, there you go. She, she said it right. I didn't. He's actually American, though. He's not Australian. He's what? Say that American. again. He's Get American. out of town. But he's in Australia. He's in Australia, but he's American. And his partner at the time wrote a book called All Love, and they were the ones that wanted to break open the Reiki thing because... Right. Yeah, so it's a really neat story. He spent the night in a pyramid, and right. he had to go. He had to go hungry for the day, so he didn't need to go toilets during the night. And he snuck in and hid under a crypt, and spent the night in there, and had this amazing experience, which he brought forward as Seishim. And I really resonated with the the teaching was better than Reiki for a start, and but I resonated with the Egyptian theme. You know, it's just like right. sucked me right on into all of its wonderfulness, you know. And I don't mean sucked in as in ripped off of punk, but sucked me right on in there. I just love Drew you in. There's, there's a, a group called the Sisterhood of the Rose, which is part of the Satium thing. And uh, there's a meditation you do when you're learning. And when we mm -hmm. did that meditation, honestly, I was, I was just zinging. And, so I had a lot of trigger moments through Satium and past life memories and all of that sort of stuff uh, happened because of that. So I went and got my Satium master teacher levels. Okay. So you didn't yeah. make it that far. I only did level one with um, okay. with him. Only level, level one. Yeah. My husband you is a Reiki master. I didn't know if you knew that. Uh-uh. No, see, I'm Reiki master. This is what we've been talking about, like just manifesting what you want. I want to meet these people. I know to like where that comes from i want to i guess for me it's like being in that energy um where yeah. it started so i want to go to the pyramids where shishim started and actually see that's why say i'm so, say, say it again say it say shim say shim say shim am i saying it and right? the original spelling of it is supposed to be s-k-h-m which when you say it honestly are you ready <laughs> only comes out one way which is seek him I like that. I like Seekum. that. Yeah, because the Sikkim is something in um, Egypt that they were talking about. It's a, it's a, it's a society. People don't know that it's a society, and then it's a, it's a, a title. It's a, yeah. um, very spiritual. That's the best way I can put it. When you read the book, it's very special, and especially with it, it was like a blue light. So this is why I want to go and see where these things were developing feed on that energy. I'm more of a person I like to be. Seishim was developed in America and okay. uh, his partner wrote the book All Love. Uh, she right. she was his uh, attunement, I suppose, to Master Teacher. And then after right. about seven or eight years, they split up. They separated. Right. And so essentially it came from there. I'm not country oriented like that. It's about what the person is offering, you know, like Melchizedek. And I don't mean the movement. I mean, the guy that wrote the books. Um, <laughs> the the whole the whole thing around them is that they are really caught up and excited about their own discoveries, energetically and intellectually. And I really like that in people. Their passion, you know. It's right. Great. great. So, 
All right, ladies, it is like 3.20. We are way over. And I want, you know, I want to thank all my lovely guests. And we're going to have to do this again. I would like to get us together and really work on helping each other, you know, getting to know each other, like, better and understanding and how to connect. And like when I said, this is a sisterhood. Um, so we don't all have to be negative because the world is negative. I want to bring, as you know, I'm more of a positive person. I'm a positive potty sometimes, but also I can be, a, I'm going to be downright in your face kind of a person. If you're a screw up, that's the nice way of putting it. I'm going to let you know your screw up. I'm going to be up in your face and telling you. And if I don't like something, I'm going to be that too. But the thing is, I might not even invite you on my show. If I don't like you, let's be be real about this. I'm not going to invite you on my, on my show. And guess what? And I surely the hell will not appear on your show. That is being <laughs> real. So because I've had people get pissed off at me because I didn't invite them on my show. I've had someone um, actually was downright ignorant to me and told me me being on their show was a step up. And I was like, listen, half up. I've been doing this for freaking eight years. I was on a cheap radio before there was a freaking blog talk. And I was like, and I didn't have to do a lot of the work that blog talks require you to do. I was just a lazy little job that I had to do that. But for someone with attitude, let me tell you, if you give me attitude, there's a reason why my mama's black. There's a reason why my dad is Sicilian. Boy, when they come together, there's no telling what you might get. So <laughs> be aware, I'm lovely and I am nice, but I can be downright deep and ugly too. So that's that's keeping it real. That's keeping it real, but I love to be on the positive side. So Dorothy, me and you are going to have to do an interview one-on-one um, about you and all the things that you do in Australia. Not Australia, New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> I got Australia on the mind, so something must be going to happen for me in Australia. Don't know what it is. Dorothy, I just have to say real quick, I've always wanted to go to New Zealand, so I'm glad I got to meet you today. That's <laughs> oh, my dream place to visit. Say, she's, she's wonderful. I've even talked with my husband about how if things keep moving the way they are here in America, I want to pack ship, ship and head over to New Zealand or Australia see? and live. Woohoo! I'll see you in New Zealand. His is Australia. So, so what we'll do is I'll give her, you, you guys can exchange information. She's on my Facebook. Perfect. She has a radio show and she has a TV show. She's on intuitive talk and she also does tarot cards. She has several books out. So she's one you want to knock Connect. with yeah. and she'll tell you what you can do, especially as a massage therapist for massage therapists. There's a lot of work for you guys over there in New Zealand that I see, especially the spas. What is it? Wataranga? W-H-A-R-A-G-E. I know I'm spelling it wrong, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's a little, little beautiful village up there, up in the upperlands of... Um, Spangarai. Spangarai. That's what I was going to know. I got friends that are part of a group called Wings. You ever hear of that, Wings? Yeah, you mentioned them to me once before. Right, Wings. They're beautiful for foreign people that come there. So if you need that, that is good. At the time, I was going with my babies. Now that I'm not going with my babies, <laughs> the world is my oyster. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's true. It makes I a love difference. them, but, you know. Well, Paul and I want to learn Watsu massage, which we were introduced to Watsu in Okinawa, Japan. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Very nice. See. Yeah. So we're going to get this together. We're going to keep in contact. Anybody out there that you want information, you can actually watch this on YouTube. 
And this is also, as I said before, going to be broadcast again on True Psychic Network and also ran on Roku. So if you guys have the Google Chrome, realize you're going to be in on TV, not only on YouTube, not only on True Psychic Network, not only on Ustream, but you will actually be on Roku where it can be seen. Also, you can go to Food Alchemist, Net, uh, Food Alchemist True, uh, what is it, YouTube channel, and you can watch it again because it's there live. But a lot of stuff that you're seeing, I'm going to be pre-recording before I get to Belize to really get set up. So work with me, guys. Know that I love you. If you have any questions, my assistants will now answer. No longer Sessie. Sessie's actually out the picture. So if you have any questions, you're going to have to go through my assistants. So it's been your favorite food alchemist, what I love to say. Love, light, life, longevity, and much prosperity to all of us. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Namaste. Bye. I will get this. Let me see. It says I am straight. Okay. All righty, ladies and gentlemen. Now that I, I think I got the hang of it. Uh, so now that <clears throat> I think I got the hang of this. Hello, everyone. I am Dr. Cecily D'Angelo. I am a metaphysician and medicine woman. Today, I wanted to talk about some things and give you some suggestions and some helpful information um, number one I wanted to talk about I've seen a lot of these uh, sweet peas have you ever seen them they're really pretty they're flowers that they use all the time they make tea um, they're good for your body and healing but also people here in Thailand uh, use them sweet peas um, for rice like they change the rice like purple instead of white or other things I've used the the sweet peas to make a bath or a spray or a cleanser and it's done wonderful so I want to tell you elaborate about sweet pea that's why I want to say it um, here they come in a little bag they grow all around here which are really good um, I've never seen them until I came to Thailand um, and they're also good for your liver so I'll give you some medicinal uh, purposes for uh, a sweet pea which um, it's more of a feminine flower um, it's also lined with the planet Venus for love and energetically is an element of water uh, this brings in um, like if you want to see like emotions it gives you courage uh, it gives you uh, friendship and strength this is a flower that I would use to make a flower Bach essence or I should say flower essence because it's not Bach um, I would use sweet peas so if you need courage or chastity or friendship uh, by making this tincture with the flower essence, it would open you up to friendship and aligning yourself with the friendship, uh, if you will. And I'm corresponding with my blue and white with uh, 
that as well. Um, it's wearing it. It tracks friendship and attracts people to you to really get to know you. So that is a positive thing if that's what you want. If you're looking to make friends, you're in a new place. And Thailand seems to have a lot of people coming and going. So you want to have that certain few that you can call upon that can do healing or help you or guide you so to find your way around Thailand so I can understand why I'm seeing abundance of it now. Then I've seen it in uh, Koh Samui. They sell it as a flower, as a tea, as an element to be cleaning. Also, I've seen it here in Chiang Mai at the flower, um, at the organic market that they sell it, which is good. Um, you can also just buy the flower itself and actually have it in your hand um, and crush it, just like maybe you do roses and stuff, uh, things with it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I know you're like, she's very distracted. Um, it helps you gain courage. If you want to go and you want to say something to someone, but you're afraid by taking sweet pea flower essence, it gives you that courage to be able to speak with someone. It opens you to say what open your show. It opens your throat chakra, if you will. So it helps you be able to speak and bring thin friendship. So that's what I would do with the sweet pea, but I wanted to uh, actually give you a bath that you can actually make with a sweet pea. I would get one half cup of lavender, one half cup of sweet pea, sweet pea uh, flowers <clears throat> so just so you can see I would get a half a cup of these with the stem so you can see um, I wrote this down for you today I would also get a half a cup of rosemary and a half a cup of eucalyptus leaves and what I would do is basically get some water, a pot of water, and I would boil them and let the first and let it steep. And as you let it steep, let the aroma, it's going to turn colors. It's going to have a very fragrant, beautiful smell. Let it sit and put it to the side. And then after you finish, drain it. And after you finish with the leads, what you can do is put it in a compost or actually offer it to the offering uh, to the wilderness or to the tree or the elms, whatever you believe in, and offer it back to the earth as a thank you. You know, like, you know, give it humbly and say thank you for using it. And in or over anything that you do, I would say pray over it. Uh, expand over it. Say what you want. Uh, talk about what it is for you that you want to see come that's what I would do um, so that is like a bath that you can do or use or even you can use it as a spray and spray yourself when you're going and you need that courage or you need that 
bunk, bunk up or you're going into a business meeting where you do want to make contact and you want to have courage to talk about your business. So these are the things that I would use or, you know, and you're taking a bath, a spiritual bath, as you know, that would be something that you could use and just pour it over yourself or sit in a bath for a couple of minutes, say some prayers, uh, give grateful, ask for extension, ask for blessings, ask for courage acts for friendship whatever you're seeking at this present time that's what i would do with the sweet pea flower because it will basically help you so with that said i also thought it would be really nice to also talk about um a crystal to go along with this like i wanted everything to be in alignment of what we were seeking and that is friendship um what you can also do is take some yarn or take some thread and um, different colors like you can take blue or an orange and white and braid them together and wear it as a wrist bracelet as a friendship or understanding or even use some red uh, not red blue and orange and white beadings for uh, making a, a bracelet and have it as a friendship bracelet. So those are some ideas of incorporating the color because as we, as you know, blue opens the door, the doorway to things. Orange entices and encourages and use creativity. White balances and anything and strengthens or even better yet clear. Clear or clear quartz, uh, selenite like this, um that opens doors as well as friendships and understanding um about selenites selenites are wonderful to have they're also good for protection if you um, believe in stones and the things and the energy that they carry uh they basically have chi or uh energy is what i like to call them which are wonderful uh stones so I thought that would be wonderful for you and I wanted to talk about the throat and the color blue and basically that chakra uh, also when it's closed off you have anger or communication problems so you see why the sweet pea uh, essence flower will come into part um, and being able to express yourself being able to talk about your ideas in front of a business uh, proposal or even your family to express that you want to do. Um, it also, the, the throat chakra, uh, you need healing, uh, like choking issues, um, headaches, migraines, um, incest, inflammation, swelling, ears, like your ears can get clogged or you have ear issues or ear drainage or ringing of the ears you know really check out your throat chakra and see if you're balanced um if you're a reiki person you can feel whether the energy is good just by that or any way or muna aiki or um other polarity balance to see where you're balanced at so if i was you that's you know what i would be doing on a constant basis um and the color is, is blue or aqua, but I love this blue, which is more of an indigo blue. 
and that's more of going above and beyond or really even in your third eye so it also connects you to the spiritual spiritual realm outside yourself that's uh, so what I feel it opens the gateways in the universe because that's what the color is so I'm just in love with these things of healing and opening up <clears throat> that you can make and using the bath as well as um using the bath as well as using it as a spray which is wonderful um what you can do is to use them is use uh 100 proof grain alcohol and put the same mixture rosemary sweet uh sweet pea flower lavender eucalyptus and let it sit there and ferment for a while and spray and just spray like spray through your house that when someone's coming for a meeting that they're going to be open they're going to bring friendship so if that's what i would do if you know if i was you i would share that with other people you know that's just me um what else so that's that I wanted to tell you about uh, some of the things that I do and people were wondering and like I have all these little gadgets and gadgets that I've I make and like I have um, some things like um, chocolates that I made this week or yesterday I don't know if you if you're I'm on Instagram uh, Facebook Twitter, Tumblr, Stubble Pond, and I'm trying to think out. Like everything you can think of on Process Stubble Pond, you think you put in Dr. Cecily D'Angelo, PhD, or Dr. Cecily, it'd be great. Now, I want to talk about I made these wonderful uh, chocolate peanut butter truffle balls, what cacao chocolate, and they were delicious. Uh, they are raw vegan and also they're good for you and I add a little something extra in there for strength but also removing toxins out the body like all oh, my chocolate has a little something of either balancing your hormone or uh, helping you energize so I always want to give that extra something so I was gonna um, I have made some chai pudding that I want you to see that I topped it with, um, I topped it with, I topped it with, uh, dates, bananas, and, dates, bananas, and a little bit of coconut. Then I made a chocolate chai pudding that I made with peanut butter, and I put coconut on top. So I have these that I'll be showing you in a few minutes of what they are, you know, as they're being brought to me by my lovely son uh, he's bringing them to me so this this is just plain chocolate <laughs> this is my cacao chocolate no no that's the cacao chocolate this is my pudding chai pudding which is good for you it helps remove sluggishness out of your system, gives you fiber. I give you the bananas for the potassium, uh, the dates. These are natural sweeteners, and this is made with coconut milk. 
So these are all vegan um, products that um, I make. So let me see. And I have, could you bring me some more chocolates and stuff? So here's the other chocolate. This is chai. You can't even tell that it's um, chai seeds. And it's made with cacao butter. I made a, here you go babe, put these back in there. I made an Almond Joy, which with the coconut vegan base, which is very delicious. I also made some, um, I made, I made some uh, stuffed caramel balls. Uh, they're in the freezer, babe. They're in the freezer. Which is really nice. I wanted you to see. Um, they're really beautiful. And um, they have a heart shape. Okay, can you bring me a spoon? There you go. These are heart shaped. Can you see them? Like beautiful. Heart shaped stuff with vegan, raw, vegan, salty caramel. You are just in for a treat. And they come in. They come in different forms. Like I have coconut on this one. And I love making almond stuffed treats as well. You know, um, because they're raw, they have to be kept in the freezer refrigerator so they don't melt because of that and the ingredients are everything is organic and raw which is really wonderful that I've been blessed I've even made uh, what I call my um, Tex-Mex cacao cacao um, turtles I've even make Snickers bars, which is really nice too. It has my nougat, it has um, the caramel, it has the peanut butter, and it has the chocolate, and it's delicious. And it's vegan friendly, it's raw, and it's healthy for you. Um, some of my lunches that I make, um, which I learned, is that to you substitute uh, meat products with vegetables like mushroom is more of a fungi uh, for mushrooms for the meat texture or the meat flavor and how you flavor and that soaking it maybe in soy sauce or and some little bit of seasoning to give it that and so uh, sauce is basically I would say because it has it's more natural and then um, you can use jackfruit as another replacement for meat like to make pulled pork or to tacos like you've seen some of my pictures on Instagram or Facebook what else um, these are just some of the things that I make oh I have some rose I have a rose moisturizer that's um, I you have to, I keep it in the, my refrigerator and it's pink and it's made with another another um, herb so, um, my pink moisturizer and clay. And I also make a facial clay that detoxes and pulls poison out. 
Now, um, before I left United States, I need the clay too. Huh? Clay's on top. Before I left United States, this is my moisturizer cream. Um, it goes apart. This is natural. Um, trying to let you see it as much as you can. You can see all the natural products, and it has a rose place. And then I have my clay basically for uh, pain that you put on and it draws out. It's made with herbs and essential oils and benetton clay. And it also begins to strengthen the bone and strengthen the muscle. And I use this myself and I believe this is also helping my, my feet recover a lot from not having strength and not being being used a lot um trying to think what else can you put that in the refrigerator so um what i would say to you is it raining put the pink one back in the refrigerator what i would say to you like um, some of the things and treatments if you want to heal is uh, look into Artaveda treatments about uh, pulling, oil pulling. Oil pulling is very good for your body. It it takes all the gook, all the poison out of your mouth. But the oil that I use, with, along with the coconut oil or sesame seed oil, is I like to add uh, different herbs in there uh, to strengthen my gums, like. Um, burdock root because that also helps your liver and detox and dandelion also is good for your liver and pulling from your liver as well um, those are just some of the herbs or myrrh which gives strength and, and it helps your immune system so those are some of the things that would be feasible for your body for healing if you want now, since we're working in the blue realm and the throat chakra, you might want to just do some vocal exercises to strengthen and say some chants and affirmation that helps your throat chakra become because you're releasing as you say things, uh, positive mantra, positive, positive affirmation, positive chants, positive prayers. You're saying you're opening yourself to the universe to accept this abundance. And you say, so be it, so it is, so be it, so it is, so it is, and it is done. Um, by saying that until you feel in your power or essence that it is so, that's where you work from. You work until the essence of the flower within yourself is blossomed and that you become what you so see. So, um, wearing the color blue, it gives strength. It gives you connection to the, uh, the universe. Wearing the color orange, wearing the color white. White people knows it signifies purity, but also is ceremonial. It also signifies authority, also signifies spirituality. When people see them wear certain colors, they have respect around here or in other places because... It's people are taking ceremony if they're going on in this great uh, venture.
So think about the colors that you wear and how they make you feel. What is a color that makes you feel great? Um, blue or navy blue is at the vibration uh, um, frequency of seven three to 732 megahertz. That is what the color navy blue is that like each color has a frequency and we as human has a frequency. Um, even our organs have a frequency of healing and tapping into that. That is why there are there are exercises that you can do for healing your frequency to open you up, to have more positivity, to bring in more healing uh, along with the affirmation. So these are the things that when I sit down with my client, I talk about and I show them. And for me, um, my medicine women in training, I give them books to read and we go over classes and we do essays and we meet once a week um, for the medicine training. And the first is I like them to learn the essence of herbs and the botanicals in their area, also other places, so that they can become well-versed, whether it's, um, whether it's in um, China, Thailand, Belize, Puerto Rico, uh, Philadelphia, Florida, New Jersey, Arizona. There are certain plants that are in that area that have medicinal purpose and healing purpose for your life. Like in Arizona is the Nepal or cactus and the cactus fruit. It has a healing purpose. It actually rejuvenates and also brings your immune system back into balance. So these are some things that you might want to look at um, in your area. Actually go on a permacultural visit and learn out, find out what is good for you. What is helpful for you? What can you do um, in your area? Meaning um, they have hikes. Like I know in um, North Carolina, Rosita Arvergo takes you on a hike. When you go to Belize, she takes you on a medicine hike too. You get to see the different plants and the healing that's in the area that you can use for healing your body and putting it back into balance. Because we all need to actually get in balance after a work day or stress or families or all the things that go in life. We need that coming together. So why not take a nature walk if you're a big walker and that's what you like to do. Um, that would help you and also give you knowledge of what's going on um, about the plants that are indigenous to your area. Um, whether it's in a town or whether it's in a state. Um, every plant has a, just like an animal or flower, it has a plant that has uh, medicinal purposes. And seek that out and find out what it is. And I would love to hear from you tell me about what you seek out and what you find in your area and i want to say again i am dr cecily d'angelo uh you can find me on facebook youtube of course uh also at my fan page is dr cecily d'angelo phd um you'll find me 
and doctor is spelled out or just type Google me Dr. Cecily D'Angelo and you will find in all the social medias if you would like a reading uh, I suggest you go to my fan page and book a session and you'll be able to do so so I have many things that I use from pendulums to crystal readings to reading with uh, stones to reading with uh, pennies coconuts actually reading you per se and for healing I do Reiki I do Muna Aiki I do polarity balance I do color therapy I do flower essence which I make and I make programs with people I also do crystal healing with my crystal wand and that is a very beautiful of alkalining uh, people's body um, I do candles and make candle seals as well as herbal mixtures for you and what you're going through and how to heal from it so um, I even made a um, incense burning um, flowers for healing for the yoni and um, I created um, that a long time ago that I used to like to go to India and uh, not go there but learn about their healing purpose and meaning that the things that they do to prepare to be a goddess in the temple so that's what I study some of those lessons as well as learning your different things from Shilakwekwadosha and Tantra so if you have any questions and you would like a session or reading let me know reach out and talk to me I hope this video was informative and it helped you get where you want and if you have any questions so I want to say blessings to you toodles Well, we'll keep going on until, like I said, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> Sometimes I get it and sometimes.